Again, this is extreme rules. Anything goes. You must win via pinfall or submission. And you would think that this type of matchup would be right down the alley of Brock Lesnar. Okay, definitely don't see the, the fear in John Cena's eyes. He looked ready to meet him. He looked like that guy. And here we go. John Cena. He came right out of the box and Lesnar with a takedown. And Brock Lesnar oh, with the elbows and the forearms. Keep your hands up, Cena. Keep your hands up, Cena. Brock Lesnar really taking it to Cena. Look at him wear Cena down early. Well, this may not last long. And John Cena's got a win in the early storm by Lesnar. But just like that, Brock Lesnar has floored Cena. Cena's busted open already, man. Man, this Lesnar is a power. He's bringing the pain right now, dog. And Welcome to Wrestling is Gross. My name is Bucky. My name is Siobhan. Make sure we're recording. Yeah. Oh, I was recording for two minutes before you called. That's right. It's just it was so long ago that I... Yeah! No, it's been normal, normal two weeks. Uh, I do want to talk about the big news, of course. Uh, that is, of course, the fact that they are bringing potatoes back to Taco Bell, March 11th, just in time for our birthdays. It's going to be... It's going to be lit. It's going to be... Are you a Taco Bell person? Yeah, I yeah? actually uh, considered having <laughs> a fucking... Uh, I have, like, a goddamn... Uh, fucking bag on uh grubhub i'm like yeah i've never had the t- i've never had their fries i'd eat this bacon club chalupa fuck it i didn't get the bacon fuck club it. chalupa i was just there like four days ago and i did get fries i got extra the kids like the fries they won't touch anything else um well the chips and cheese you know that kind of stuff um K- kids the kids don't they aren't there yet no I always, and i wasn't i never i no, didn't. no it's just it's like what the fuck is a mexi melt yeah remember well it doesn't like, exist anymore is, exactly but you're like when you're growing up you're like i don't know what this shit just just give yeah. me just give me a taco yeah i didn't know i didn't i, just, I, I like, didn't i would not fucking touch a taco when I, was, I was a shitty little kid i was just telling emily today um that the fact that pearl eats uh like any fruits at all makes her a, a massive improvement on how I, <laughs> how I grew up. Like, fuck man. Um, I, I was just telling you, um, right, we were, I was gonna, <laughs> I thought I was going to be about 15 minutes early. Um, then it ended up being three minutes late. And that was because my daughter's, uh, toy Bowser, her favorite, her best friend, she calls it her best friend. His arm broke off right before we were about to go for story time and nap time. And, uh, just the full range of emotions for me, like even like, just like, um, memories of, you know, being a kid just sucks, dude. Being a kid's fucking terrible. Um, yeah. and she has issues. Like, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Cause like the, she's had toys where like the arm breaks and she's like, I don't want it anymore. Like put it away. And it's like, I like, I, okay, you got to use this as a chance to like explain disabilities. And I kind of try, but like, it's so heavy. It's so much. I don't know. At least everything else is going good. Everything outside, all the everything's normal out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did the you world. watch? Were you watching? Were you watching the 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 siege? I was paying attention to it on like the Waco Two Discord and shit. You know. Mm. 
Yeah, it was a it was a it was a cool time. I'm glad we didn't do a podcast right after because I would have had too many thoughts on it. Oh God, it would have been it would have been awful. Probably. Yeah, we would have just we would have talked about that for twenty five minutes. Yeah. yeah, it would have been just a mess. Yeah. and like what, like I don't even know what there's just they're just a bunch of fucking dipshits. You know? Yeah. Well, that's the thing, man. It's How like... many of them were put up by, to this by FBI members? Yeah, probably like half of them at mo at minimum. Yeah. I don't know. No, and there's, you know, there's there's so much suspect shit coming out about it every day. There's, like, a, a Utah activist that was, like, a Black Lives Matter guy um, uh, was, like, r- arrested for filming himself, like, on, like in the in the building. And uh, then everybody's, like, trying to say, no, this guy has been outed as, like, an instigator. This is, like, clearly a fucking plan. Yeah, like, he's an active agent provocateur. Yes, exactly. Like, this is, we've, we, we know, we know what the fuck this is, and it doesn't, you don't have to look that hard to, to see see it but like yeah it's and we're gonna see plenty of that and obviously the end result of this is just gonna be the strengthening of the police state and uh and police budgets and and liberals saying well we have to do it because you saw what they did um you saw you saw the story of tammy duckworth uh barring herself in her in her office and she she would only come out if her best friend amy klobuchar said tammy it's me amy come on (laughs) Yeah, you. Uh, you I mean, there's shit, a lot of, of dumb shit like the Ayanna Presley, all the, the panic, panic buttons. buttons. Yeah, I like don't... what does that even mean? Yeah, I well, I mean, know. yeah, I don't. That's, the best you live one, in a different the world. Only one that's really good is uh, Stephen Miller going uh, hit, going down in the elevator and the light is still on. Like that's some fucking ghost story <laughs> shit. That's great. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I saw. I saw. I scrolled past that one. That's just. I don't know. It's. It was a funny thing to watch. Uh, it's like, funny that to make fun uh, to like. T- t- it's like to just make fun of uh, people who look who are there who look like people. We are friends of ours. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, sure. Or, like, it's fun to look friends at friends of ours. Yeah, it's it's fun to like well, make people friends of ours have crushes on like that one guy who looked like an ugly version of uh, Brian Myers and I made fun of my friend. Sally oh yeah, yeah, the Kurt Hawkins, Hawkins guy. Yeah, the, yeah, Kurt, the Kurt Hawkins guy. Kurt Hawkins guy was, was great. Uh, I, you know what? I didn't. I hadn't seen Baked Alaska in years. I had forgotten about that guy. Me too. Baked Alaska is a meme in this household because there's a. a there's <laughs> this goes back a few years. There was a, some some like you know like alt right march or protest that was you know this was like 2016 probably. Um, and Baked Alaska live streamed himself getting maced, and it was probably a plan. It was probably a setup. It probably didn't even happen. I think that might have been Charlottesville. Was it Charlotte? Oh, it might have been Charlottesville. Yeah. Okay. Uh, fucking hell. Yeah, if you're surprised at what happened on January 6th, then I guess you were asleep that day. I don't know. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> I don't I mean, know. What happened? I mean, like, a cop got murdered. I mean, I'm not yeah. going to say it's objectively good. It's more, The thing that's interesting is that, like, all of the Blue Lives Matter people don't give a shit. They yeah. don't give a shit. Yeah. No, they, they, they actually killed a fucking cop in this, and a cop killed one of them. Like, I don't know. I will say, obviously... And the one who... The, 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 the lady who's been killed, it's like, no, she was Antifa. Look at her. She was, she was uh, a fucking Air Force pilot and like and a, <laughs> and a crazy. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Uh, uh, she was in a polycule. Yeah. Cool. She was awesome, dude. Uh, Shouts out to Ashley. Um, Ashley Babbitt. Is that right? Ashley Babbitt. I think that yeah. sounds like a fucking fake name. <laughs> this whole it thing. Like a this whole thing name. stinks to high heavens. I'll tell you what. Um, no, I don't know, man. They it should've... somehow sounds like more of a fake name than the first, than the name they were using for her. Roberta Person? Yeah, sure, sure. That could just be like That's Robert Paulson. That's that, that's Fight Club. <laughs> that could just be like 
like a like a middle aged black lady. I mean, sure, that sure. would not necessarily be who I would think would be at the Capitol, but still. Yeah, that's a uh, yeah, that's absolutely an Alfrey Woodard character. Um, no, I I don't know. It sucks that that like what's going to come from that, but also you couldn't help but watch that and be a little bit jealous of what those people did, and then immediately disappointed by what they did with it, because the idea being like. It, what is the point of this? It's, I guess, you demand that they... I mean, no, nobody's, like, really just, like, saying what this was supposed to be. People are like, oh, it's crazy. and But it was. Obviously, it's crazy. Not unexpected. But the idea is, okay, make Donald Trump president for a second term, or we're going to start executing congressmen. That's that, That's the only thing. But, like, they got in. They could have done it. They could have actually done it, and they didn't because they were all fucking... You know, $150,000 at minimum a year or, you know, making fucking boat owners who all flew in from, I don't know, like Newport News, West Virginia or wherever the fuck it is. <laughs> like a bunch of fucking assholes. The, yeah, they, they the came, boaters. They're all, they're all, they own adjacent mountains to Kanye's mountains. Yeah, yeah. They're like smaller mountains, but they own mountains and they, these are the mountain men and they fucking, yeah, they can do whatever they want without consequence and that's you know, look, we know what the game is. We fucking we've been we live in this world. You know, it's not like it's not like we're surprised by any of this. But I don't know. It's uh, it's, it's really kinda, stupid. It's really stupid, and it's kind of you know. It makes I am jealous. I am jealous of of that those people did that, and then they didn't do anything with it. Because hey, man, start killing congressmen. Satire, parody, parody, satire. If they just fucking killed like dozens of congressmen that day parody satire then that would have been fucking cool like it would have been horrifying obviously but it would have what been if they killed in quotation marks killed mike pence <laughs> that would they were saying donald trump that would have been fucking be? awesome parody satire i would have loved the to have seen that satire situation. parody it would have been crazy um but they didn't and they all just left and now some of them are getting arrested which is cool i guess i don't know i mean you know the argument being that if those were blm protesters they would have been fucking mowed down is not the truth because it's not how the police operate it would have been way worse but that's not the truth um they did shoot an unarmed woman by the way blm protesters they would slowly die off of a period of like three years yeah like what's happened with ferguson Ferguson. that's what happened to all the people at ferguson is they just mysteriously all die of yeah yeah they they, uh committed suicide that's how they are on fire that's how how that happened operate in this country on like a on on a conspiratorial level like that's how that's that's how intelligence works in this country and that's that's the most efficient way of of picking them off you i mean you know everybody filming this with camera phones or you know it's a lot harder when it's the systematic fucking elimination process no that yeah that's we we've seen that we know how that works um it obviously would have been much more violent if it was uh leftist protesters uh, but I don't think the the, the conversation is even worth having, you know. Um, yeah, it's not going it, to like it. W- they're not going to be like, yeah, let's just let the battle of Chile happen. Here. Yeah, yeah. Like it's going to be like just people getting mowed down, like on fucking uh, on a, on a fucking GoPro helmet cam. <laughs> that would look so cool, parody. Um, no, I, 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 and all the talk about it. Are we calling this a coup? Like, I mean, I don't know. You can call it whatever it's you a want. Putsch. I don't a putsch. Yeah, I've been. I've just been saying siege because they sieged it, but also they didn't. I don't know. They did siege it. They sieged the walls. They scaled the walls. Like, I don't know. It's a siege. I think siege is the right. The conversation of like well, I don't want to call it an insurrection because it sounds too cool. Like I I get that. 
It was a, I mean, it was a WWF pay per view. A WWF UK pay per view. I guess that's not that cool, actually, because the show's. Well, that isn't that cool. Yeah. Yeah. Rebellion, Um, also (laughs) WWF UK pay. One night only. It's not really, but technically, so far, it has been one afternoon only. I've never seen that show. It's got Davy Davy versus HBK. Yeah, yeah, uh, never seen it. Brett versus uh, fucking uh, Brett versus Undertaker. Sure, Owen. always a, always a cool matchup. All right, all right. Well, you... Owen versus Vader. Uh, sure, I want to say Dude Love versus Triple H. Uh, just list them off. Patriot. Just got the cagematch.com. Cagematch.com. Yeah. Check it out. One night only. Check it out. He- go watch. Go watch Headbangers versus. Because <laughs> you know why? <laughs> Fuck yeah! Because it sounds awesome. Group. Yeah, and headbangers. I like I like both those guys. I like headbangers All right. too. Let's talk about wrestling. You want to talk about fucking wrestling What's on this wrestling podcast? Wrestling. That wasn't that bad. We did like it was like twelve minutes. It's gonna sound great. It's gonna be fantastic. I don't know. Do people want to skip that stuff? I don't know. They're what is our dude. what do our listeners like? Because nobody ever tells us. Like I, I look at the numbers and we're getting like a couple hundred or more like downloads. But I'm like. <laughs> We don't get feedback. Nobody like ever says like I like the show. I know people are listening. Just just hit me up and say hey the show is good or the show is bad. I I will that was a bad it. thing. That I, that segment I didn't care for it. Yeah, tell me my takes are bad. Tell me you don't want to hear us about us talk about fucking which Elaine May movie we just watched. Like that's fine. I want to know. Afraid of that? I want to know. Shit. I want to know. I'm, I mean, it doesn't mean I'm going to change anything based on feedback, but I do want to know. What are we doing? Episode 50. Hey, hey, Episode 50. 50. Our own golden jubilee. 50. Yeah, we got 50. I like that. It's our, it's our birthday. We're going to party in the club. Right? Yeah. You like that song? That's a pretty good song. I like that song. I like I like that that first 50 album is is really good. I listened to it all the way through like I don't know, a year ago and it, let me tell you, great forklifting music. What are we doing? What are we doing? What were, what were we gonna do? We we're gonna do John Huber. John Huber. I don't know how you say his okay, name. Okay, well, we we're gonna do Brody, sit, but we we're didn't. Considering that, because I don't know that we could pull it off, but we would let. But he's such a he was such a good wrestler that it's not like we're never gonna talk about him. Yeah, no, he'll come but up. We'll do just, we'll do like a hillbilly very, wrecking crew or whatever. It's it's it's, it's too hard. Yeah, it's, really it's hard. It, it, it is a weird one. We're, uh, we're like, working. We're, we're we're some working assholes right now. We don't we don't need that. Like, no. That was, it was too much of like a fucking load of bricks, you know. It did hurt. Like Danny hurt. D- Danny Havoc last year was obviously the most painful. And it still one. took us a couple fucking months to actually record at least that episode. Right. We did take our time on that, but it was also it was happening amongst all of this other. I mean, I guess. I mean, to be fair, Brody Lee dying uh, on, on, on the on the timeline of events over the last three three or, or whatever weeks. It is not big news compared to a lot of other things that happened. So it, but it did hit at this like in this like week of like nothing. Like it what, was. It was it? A, I mean, we <clears> literally <throat> heard about it like three hours after we recorded. That's episode. right. So we it was it was the it was the it was like fuck that and MF Doom right like uh I guess MF Doom was the week later but like both of these yeah. like like they broke while we were recording and it's just it's just shitty it's just so shitty MF Doom obviously uh, one of the. One of the baddest dudes ever, all, all timer, all yeah. time legend. Yeah, and and yeah, fucking Brody Lee, the fucking man. But we, yeah, we decided that our fiftieth episode, like, we're, we're it's such a fucking mess, and it's so hard to like even just focus to watch wrestling for me at least. I'll tell you yeah. what, this first match, uh, we're going uh, ROH, JWP, CZW, WWE. I'm good with that. All right, cool. Um, <clears throat> first match, 
is one of my favorite matches of all time. I didn't even enjoy the first half of it last night. I was in like such a shitty mood. Um, also, the fucking piece of shit Android TV, the built-in shit on that is just so bad. I need to get a, a, a like a Chrome a, a Roku stick for it um, for a thing that has built-in smart TV hardware. It's so fucking nothing fucking works. Uh, why? Why is it just that? You just sit with a laptop, and it, uh, that I got, I got my laptop for two hundred bucks, yeah. and I sit with it, and it's fine. Well, I don't know. I don't know. So I was I watched these matches. All right. So the deal is, we're doing this is personal canon shit. We each pick two matches that we really love. It's episode this is, fifty. We're harkening back to episode one where yeah. we picked four random matches. Essentially, we're like, what's a what's a good tone setter for our what general what represents thing? us? What what are we about? So this is episode one point. This is the remember when the shield had the they had co-pilot the episode co-pilot which takes place before the pilot. Remember <laughs> that? It was stupid. Bar with yeah. the bar to bang. Do you remember? Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's such a bad, like the music on this show, all of it. So bad. It's the sh- bad. The it's... shield music, the the TV show, Vic Mackey, Sean Ryan, Kurt, Kurt Sutter, Kurt Sutter home. What if, what about that? It's a biker wine and it's called Kurt Sutter home. How do you feel about that? <laughs> it's really bad. I'm sorry. Anyways. It's four matches that we like, two that you like, two that I like. You've seen all four of these, right? I had, I had, only, yeah. I had only seen my two. I'd never seen your two. Um, so we're going to start with one of mine, and it is Loki versus Samoa Joe from Ring of Honor. I believe, is it Glory by Honor? Um, October I, 5th, 2002. I think it is indeed Glory by Honor. Yeah, the sixth or seventh show in Ring of Honor history. Um, at the time the stiffest match I'd ever seen for sure. Um, at least that was like how I saw it as a 13 year old. Um, now I just want to say in the 2002 period, getting tapes was hard, you know, get your mom to buy them or whatever for you. And she bought me, you know, a good number of fucking tapes over the years. Um, and, but how you would experience a lot of these shows would be through results, through message board uh, chatter of people who were there in the building. And then Wax, the CCW photographer, um, or whoever the guy that did these Ring of Honor shows. I don't believe Wax did these shows. Um, but, you know, the guy who takes 400 pictures around the ring throughout a three-hour indie, indie wrestling show. And so I experienced a lot of these Ring of Honor shows on VHS two months later or whatever, but I experienced them that same night when Wax or whoever would upload onto a Flickr or whatever, you know, Image Flip or whatever, one of those websites that barely exists anymore. Um, a huge album of just beautiful, beautiful shots, you know? Murphy Rex Center never looked better than in these pictures because it looks like shit on, on video in this match. Yeah. <laughs> this is the ugliest goddamn building. But I remember seeing, I'd never been sold in a match harder. Even death matches and you know death match shots where like you, you the guy's in, standing in the glass it's showering onto him and he's taking a perfect picture as yeah. Masada's fucking cannonballing through it or whatever that's fucking beautiful that's so beautiful um, but all of those never measured up to seeing on Samoa Joe and Loki's necks the bruising you don't think about bruising from wrestling as much as you do cuts or or you know big red spots from from knife edge chops the, yeah the bruises on their necks after this match made i knew two months before i got to see the match i knew this was my match i knew this match was made for me and i think it's the first or second time i'd ever seen samoa joe um 
How funny is Gabe on commentary in this match? Gabe, uh, <laughs> as, as Chris Lovey, you know, his love. Chris Lovey, I couldn't remember his name, yeah. He Chris... goddamn loves his, his fucking, like, early 90s sludge metal. And you know what? Most likable thing about the guy. Is he a, is he a, he's a, he's a, uh, what's his, uh, Caius? What, Caius? Is that the band? <laughs> that's not, that's not sludge. What's sludge metal? Which one's uh, sludge metal? Is that the, that's not Caius. That's stoner metal. It's like, I hate, I hate God. Ah, that sure. Kind of okay. Stuff. Okay. Okay. Sure. That's one of them. I mean, Jimmy Bauer, that was one of his. That's directly, uh, the fucking. So these are, these are references to, like, guitarists and singers of sludge bands? Just a metal band. It's in general, just like, weird. just like, just like, what just a weird like, thing to use as your, like, <laughs> as your pseudonym. It, yeah, nobody would think about it. And yeah. Like, All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, Harry Lime. That's my guy. Um, they start slow and tentative and grapply. Um, it does. They they do fuck each other up very quickly though. Uh, Loki mounts him, mounts Joe, and just starts like casually punching him in the face. Um, then they do like headbutts where you know I grab your head and I headbutt you, and then like you're like you take a breath and I grab your head and I headbutt you and back and forth. Um, but this match started much slower than I remembered, and I think it's very possible that I somehow have combined elements of this match with the Loki versus Amazing Red match that happened like two months before. The very famous, you know, Matrix opening yeah. sequence. For some reason, I think I, I think these two matches converge in a way where I was like, okay, Loki is the greatest wrestler of all time. Clearly, uh, I thought it in 2002. I still think it in 2021. I do too. <laughs> he's, he's like literally. I, I can't think of a guy I would rather watch in any setting against any opponent. Um, Have you seen his like current MLW look? Like he's kind of let the ha- his hair grow a little bit. He's no, got, like, the shitty facial hair. He looks awesome though. His he hair looks cool as hell. Key with hair is disturbing to me. He, he looks too fucking alien with the hair. Like, he, well, I guess I don't know what he looks like. <laughs> he looks like a fucking alien here. He's like Frieza or some shit. You familiar he with Frieza? He looks more like an alien. Like with the hair. Like now he just looks like. Oh yeah, this is like. A Puerto Rican guy. This is like a <laughs> yeah. Man this motherfucker is this is this motherfucker is loco. <laughs> it's cool. He just looks cool. Yeah, he always looks cool. No, he does. He's doing doing some nerd shit. Yeah, the Hitman. He looked so awesome as Hitman. Like yeah. I and I, the, the, I'm not a huge Hitman guy until these recent two games that you know the IO Interactive put out, um, which Hitman Three is out this month. Have you played Hitman? I've never played it. You know what I have done? Mm. I've seen the Hitman movie with Timothy <laughs> Oliphant and Olga Kurlenko, I, which I, is not a very good no, movie. But here's no. the thing. Olga Kurlenko playing oh, a sex worker who has tattoos on her face and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. That's cool. He's good in that, too. It's just a poorly directed, badly scripted it's movie. Not, it's not a, gr- it's not yeah. a very good movie, but the it's, cast is pretty good. It's whatever. It's whatever. Um, no. Uh, play Hitman. It's. I think you and Misha would both have a lot of fun with it. It's a very slow paced, deliberate, like sort of strategy puzzle game where you're killing people. If, if I mean, like these more recent ones, are you saying? Yeah, yeah. 2016 is the first Hitman, and then I think the second one, Hitman Two, came out in 2018. Okay. Yeah. Because like older ones, she might own. I. They, don't but they're, know about they they aren't refined like this. They hit a they they hit a perfect level of like humor and like slapstick shit. And then also, like, brutal and, like, creative and just really good controls. Like, it's a... Trust me. Hitman 2016, incredible fucking game. The ones before it, leave them. Um, Anyways, Joe grabs the the, the highest angle half crab I've literally ever seen. (laughs) 
Oh, he fucking he does he does like a bone the boneyard hold on him, you know, like some fucking sure. uh, you style shit where yeah. it's he, like a full. It's ridiculous. He's doing disgusting. his Daikon Kosu Konsuke or whatever. What the fuck is that guy's name? Um, that Dopan yeah. Dopan Konosuke Mishima Mishima. Yeah, yeah, there he is. Um, yeah, he's doing some of that shit. Uh, he's, he's Loki is like down on points already. Um, no, that would ruin this match. Um, but the slaps are insane. Too many enziguris. You can't do an enziguri in you style. Is that right? Okay, one of the yeah. many, one of the many rules of you style. <laughs> Very good. You style for people who don't know is a shoot style promotion that ran from like oh one to oh eight or something. It ran like mostly like oh three oh five. Yeah. Was, like, Kiyoshi Tamura was just like how it was Tamura's wrestling back. Yeah, it was Tamura who was like obviously a star in rings, um, and then he made star his... in uh, newborn UWF. Right, right, and uh, this was his like this is the evolution of him, and probably some of the last stuff he ever did in a, as wrestling. It was like yeah, there's like like he had a uh, a semi inexplicable like uh, retire like on unreti- like on retirement match, but it was just like. It was for like a flood benefit in Myanmar against uh, Dylan James, James Rabin. <laughs> no, it's a really good like, purpose, Sanjay and I would watch that. His card. I like, would, to- I would totally weird. watch Dylan Rydeen versus or James Rydeen versus uh, versus Kiyoshi Um Yeah, I'm gonna stop talking about this. Um, all right, so <laughs> this slaps- is a fucking sick match, though. They're just, con- I mean, so many, and you you say bruises suck, and that's fine. They're constantly just hitting each other in various body parts. Yeah. So many attack, so many uppercut, like European uppercuts to the arm. Right. Lariats to the back of the neck. Not even like running, like, like, just swinging. Northern lariats, just hitting each other in the back of the fucking neck. Yeah, that's cool. That's a cool way to do it. That's sort of what early Joe was like. He was like very much a Vader type. I mean, he still has some Vader in him, right? But like, that was sort of the, the aura around him was he was an indie Vader. Um, and I don't know, Loki has never looked under Matt or o- overmatched, right? I don't know what I'm fucking trying to say. He's yeah. never looked like he's, uh, fighting underneath, even with the biggest guy. Um, this is a toe to toe, like, you know, every stat is exactly the same across the board sort of matchup here. Yeah. Um, there's if a... someone is bigger than him, he'll find a way to manipulate yeah. that on oh, his yeah. newest favorite. Yeah, and he's in, and Key has like those spot. He doesn't do like any of his crazy. I don't think he does his cartwheel kick in this. The, the no, tit- he doesn't. The title crush or whatever it's called. He doesn't yeah. do the Phoenix Splash, but he's capable of doing that stuff. This like that's the thing about Key is like he's so well known as like the guy who kicks hard and just like has an insane voice or whatever. People forget like he people forget Bex. Um, people forget Bex. He does like fucking. He can do crazy fucking high flying and shit too. You know, like the um. Is it the one singles match that uh, they have to get a Loki and Super Dragon from 2001? Yeah, they a... both do miss a, a fucking Phoenix Splash. Sure, and you're like, and it's like you, oh, you okay. are. You mean the match that ends with a double KO when they both do coast to coast clotheslines on each other? I believe so. I fucking believe so. <laughs> that yes. match fucking rules. That Love match that. kicks a ton of ass. It's, it's super 2001, but it's really good. Um, 2001 was an innocent time. All that shit, all, all that shit. Yeah, that's pre 9 11. That's that's the that's the last cultural touchstone of pre 9 11 living is Loki versus Super Dragon in the match where they do coast to coast clotheslines on that, each other. The Williams sisters playing each other at the U.S. Open. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was a big deal, but this was bigger. Key versus Super Dragon, bigger deal than the Williams sisters. If if Venus Williams could do a Phoenix Splash. <laughs> 
we, you know, yeah. we'd all be a lot better off, I think. I'm trying to watch Pete Sampras get curb stomped. I think it would be cool. Um, yeah. Let's see here. Psycho Driver number two. That's Serena's finish. I don't know if you knew that. Um, so Gabe on commentary, Chris Lovey, he calls, uh, all right, so Joe kicks out at one off, of, I think, like a big capo kick or something. Um, he kicks out at one, and, and Gabe says it's disrespectful. Is that how you perceive a kick at one? Is it's uh, it's you like saying "haha, fuck you," or is it just uh, "I'm ready to get up, get off me, motherfucker"? Well, that's kind of a disrespectful thing. It's like, but it's like that's what? a certain thing. Like a li- like that's not how it's, it's, a late, it's a fight. If it's a late fall and it's supposed to be like, oh, you just fucking killed the motherfucker, and then they do that's like a lizard brain thing. At least in my mind. Yeah, that's sure, a, that's primal. That's like that's I'm not, purely primal. But in this, it's like. Um, fuck you. I'm not even taking the extra breath because they'll because you know the sure put that okay get yeah. the extra second. That's why you do take the. Two I don't know. I don't know if I buy. I, I I don't know if I ever really bought that. I don't know. The I I think Gabe. I think this says a lot about Gabe's understanding of wrestling, as he 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 views it as a sporting contest between two professionals, which is is not what wrestling is. Wrestling is two animals fighting to the death. That's what wrestling is and should be, especially this match. I mean, sure, if you were doing Super Dragon versus, or not, uh, American Dragon versus Chris Daniels or whatever, like, yeah, maybe this is, that's how this match is wrestled. But no, like, fucking Loki kicks at one, uh, like, right afterwards. They do, like, overhand Mongolian double chops, like, fucking sick shit. Uh, Loki gets knocked down. He kicks at one. And again, Gabe mentions respect. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, you little fucking, you gay little nerd? Like, you're, <laughs> you, you have a, the worst understanding of what it is that you're booking. You told these guys to go out and bruise each other's necks. This is supposed to be a, this is a fight without honor, right? It is. So what the fuck are you talking about respect for, you dumb piece of shit? There like, is no respect because they've also never faced off. This yeah. is Joe's debut in Ring of Honor. He's, a, he's an he's, assassin. He's like a hitman brought in by Chris Daniels, right? Yeah, he's working for the prophecy. And yeah, but he's like, he's just, he's, he's, he's a hired gun. He doesn't like. If, he's just here to fucking cash his check. He's in, he's in exactly. chronic mode. Cash his checks, breaking necks. He's in chronic Brad mode. Bradshaw on that ass. He's, you know, listen, did. Patricia Arquette showed James Gandolfini respect when she set him on fire in True Romance. No, because he was going to kill her. That's this yeah. is Gabe doesn't understand how the world works. He should watch the fucking he should watch some Tony Scott films. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't think Gabe has ever seen The Fan. <laughs> the Fan is good. I like The Fan. The Fan fucking kicks ass. Forgot about The Fan. I'm, all, I'm, on in, I'm in on The Fan as being a legitimately great movie. Not the least because it is a weird Scorsese parody. Okay, okay. It is. I don't if know if I watched watch it in that it, framework. It's so much, it has so much, like... Like the soundtrack, there's a bunch, and uh, De Niro's character making like we- references to That's Snipes, knowing right? Jagger Snipes, and is shit. The, Snipes is the athlete? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Pizio del Toro is a teammate who. The fan. Done that well for him. Oh, fucking, it's a lunatic movie for I don't sure. I think I John realized Spazamo that was. John was the agent. It's totally worth watching. Oh, it's so this is, all right. So yeah, it's 96 and it's a, and there's like a sports agent in it. That was the year of the sports agent, wasn't it? That was the year yeah. Jerry Maguire came Jerry out. Jerry Yeah. Fuck I off. love black people. <laughs> the movie fucking rules, dude. Um, I love, I love me that. Got Alan Barkin as a sassy, uh, talk, oh, uh, sports talk radio host, you know? Beautiful, yeah. I forgot about. That. I I remember that. All right, let's stop talking about Tony Scott. Uh, <laughs> watch, watch the fan. It's good. Yeah, go watch Deja Vu. Um, Ironically, the only one he made a couple of sport. He made multiple sports. God damn it! We can't keep talking the- about this. No, 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 no. He made a 
multiple sports movies in the 90s. And yet, Days of Thunder. Uh, yes. Here's why I'm going to bring up Days what of else Thunder. We well, uh, I guess Boy The Last Scout. Boy Scout counts as a football movie, sure. Yes, Last Boy Scout and The Fan both have on-field murders. Yeah. Days yeah. of Thunder doesn't even have come... It doesn't even have an attempted murder. Really? At least not by the standards well, that's, of like that. That's because there is respect. To bring it back around, there is respect in racing. Rubbing is racing, and you respect oh, those you rub against. Um, Robert Duvall. God, how sick is it? My, fucking Michael Rucker as your as your fake Dale Earnhardt. That is a sure. that is a crassing move. Great actor. But I digress. Michael Rooker. Um, you might know him from The Walking Dead. He's the man with one hand. And uh, I don't know what I'm trying to. <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying this, um, but as far as respect is concerned, uh, those NASCAR guys, some of them have it for each other, you know, uh, but this is not that. And I think if, uh, if you, if you kill Gabe parody, um, if you murder him and get him out of there and replace him with Robert Duvall playing his character from days of thunder, then you're in for some really good commentary. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, one day this war is going to end the boot scrapes. So Joe does the boot scrapes and, um, Emily had a major reaction to the boot scrapes, and, yeah. and I had to explain. Uh, so I did the boot scrapes in every backyard match I ever did, and then There's I was like, "Yes, they're great." Well, and yeah. then he like he does like two more moves, and I was like, "Oh, I just stole all my shit from Samoa Joe." I didn't realize. I mean, I guess I did, but I hadn't thought about it in a long time. Samoa Joe is the most influential wrestler ever to me, as far as like a, an influence on me as a as a as a backyarder as a worker. I was going to call myself a worker, but I'm not that. Sadly. No, no, I'm not. Um, but when I don't, when, don't get it, don't get in, into your. <laughs> I could have been. Oh uh, yeah, no. a contender. Please don't. I'm not. I'm not. I, I, and I would if I did. Think it of your family. Yeah, it would. It would have been cut from the episode for sure. Um, but no, I like <laughs> he was. He was like the fat guy that I could be. You know, like that was how I felt. Um, and he, also, he okay. He's blonde here. That's great. So that's the thing, right? So if I said that Loki is Frieza, then this is when Goku first goes Super Saiyan. You feel me? Yeah, you feel me? You feel I me? feel it. I yeah. feel it. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so uh, Joe gets fucking bodied with like a huge back suplex. Uh, he fights out of the dragon, the, the 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 dragon, the dragon clutch uh, by climbing to his feet with key on his back. <clears throat> delivers a huge DVD, which I then explained to Emily is the same move that I delivered to our two year old son earlier today. Um, w- weapons or whatever uh, is a Gabe line here. He says he says something about like death matches and hardcore matches are like, whatever, this is the real wrestling. Here's the thing, this is a mid-card match on, like, there's, like, a bunch of match. I mean, there's, like, a Philadelphia street fight between the Carnage crew and the Hit Squad, and he's, like, Ooh. basically just burying that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or, what the like, fuck? What he he's like, dude, I, and I, I was, you I, booked I it. the card, but I'm like, motherfucker, you booked the Carnage booked crew. It. Yeah, what are you doing, you man? Book, book a B, you're gonna be booking BJ Whitmer for another eight years. Talking fuck, about motherfuckers right? who who don't, who, I'm not shitting on B.J. Whitmer, but B.J. Whitmer He wrestles a certain excel. type of match. He excels when he has weapons. Yeah, absolutely. He loves guys. Adam Pierce. Has- he had Adam Pierce as, like, one of his main guys. Adam Pierce has never had a good match where there wasn't a table spot. I'm sorry. He's not, like, this, this yeah, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird guy. He doesn't understand. On the side, single-handedly yeah. won the uh, tag team scramble opener. And then they, then he and Steve Carino. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Backseat boys. That, talk about two men who excel with weapon. Just what a weird thing to say. I, that was off-putting, to say the least. Is that the match where, like, the, Trent does, like, a moonsault off a scaffold? 
I don't know off the top of my head. There's a, there's an ROH backseats match where Trent does a he climbs a big scaffold, does a moonsault plancha off of it, and it was like so sick because it was like fuck yeah, CZ Dub, fuck you, Gabe. Um, <laughs> sorry, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm experiencing 2002 all over again. Um, you know what you're really experiencing? Mm-hmm. Some of that leftover uh, aftertaste from we don't know evolve. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, I, I, so when, when I would, Gabe, he's I not would, the man, he's not the genius. No, he's not the genius. And I would watch those shows, and you know, me and Sam would talk about that stuff, and it would just be like, like I would feel it. I would feel like this is so close to being it, but it, you just have, you do not have the vision. Like you do not understand how, like you have all the fucking uh, elements like right in front of you, and you could do it, but you don't have the fucking mind for it because you're weak. And you're fucking, you're a fucking bitch, and you're bad at commentary, and you're somehow you're a great booker, Gabe. Listen, Gabe is a great booker who hates every good thing that he ever put out. That's the fucking well, weird what thing. What it is is he's a guy who can get off to a hot start, and then like you take it like six months in, yeah. really doesn't have an idea of what he's doing anymore. I'll just figure out like, oh, fuck. I you carry I he carries thing. Darby Allen versus Ethan Page out six months when it would have been would have been perfect at three months, and he results in Darby Allen getting his fucking arm broken and diminishing returns on every single match. So like and what did you get out of that? Okay, he works for, for for AEW now and I guess he's like a mid carder or something. Well what what did what did Gabe get out of it? I, I guess he got another I, Ethan Page title match <laughs> and then Ethan, and then he got the troll boys. Yeah. Yeah. It sucked. Yeah. Gabe put that belt on you. Yeah, well, AC3 came in, right? Didn't that happen too? Like, no, the... that was after. That was oh, way that was after. Before, okay. I should say that was that was the weird WWE versus Evolve versus. I've never seen any of that. TNA. Shit. I don't know. It was Gabe's confusing, a nerd. But it w- He's a it fucking was nerd. But that EC3 and uh, Drew Galloway versus uh, fucking Saber and TJP. I think. Oh, that that's sounds... a cool match. Somehow, is, is it good? It sounds fucking awful. Um, oh no, it's a good match. I like one of those guys. Um, and it's the most abysmal one. It's Zack Saber Jr. I think is the best. <laughs> you, you, you what? You don't like Drew McIntyre? Oh, okay, Drew McIntyre. Okay, I don't know why. For some reason, in my head it was like, uh, like uh, Drew Gallows or something. Luke Gallows. I don't know how my mind got there. Um, no, I. You know that it was that, Gargano. Okay, Gargano. So no, there's only one okay. guy like in that match. It is. See, I knew it. I, I fuck. I I knew that wasn't right. I was like fucking Drew and EC3. Still EC3? a good match, though. Still a good match. TJP was good in that re- run. He was. Yeah. Because yeah. he didn't. Because he was just like a poor man Stan Lane, but I'm a poor man is- Stan Lane is solid. I'm gonna isolate where you said TJP is good. And I'm just gonna fucking torture. I said was good. Was good. So he that. was. I, I'm gonna torture you with that forever. That's uh, fine. Was good. Yeah, I don't have to. I don't have to fucking take credit. I don't I, have to defend the motherfucker now. Oh, was. Man. I, I would not even in that. Just and I also said in that run, but you don't even need to take isolate that part. You can forget that. Part. I'm gonna put. It, I'm gonna. I'm gonna edit it all together so it says I like TJP. My name is Siobhan. He's my favorite wrestler. Today's date is one sixteen twenty twenty one, and I'm gonna post it everywhere. Well, and like you're gonna be uh, fucking you know, ruined. It's, it's gonna be the what the photo of uh, <laughs> Oswald holding the newspaper. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking see, bitch. You, you better no. hope. You better hope you've got a Jack Ruby out there that ends you before this gets out because it's gonna fuck your shit up. But here's the thing. So, like, the vision for this match doesn't doesn't matter. What you do is you just have Loki and Samoa Joe just beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. Are there any – what is necessarily the highest spot in this match? Like, uh, that fucking insane uh, 
of yeah. like the big boots. The, there's like that, that, there's that one like it's a it's uh like over there uh, Kia has him over the shoulder. Uh, he climbs he's all kinda, over him. He kind of climbs, climbs all over. Climbs him. over Joe's shoulder and has him that. That's cool. Fucking arm lock. That's great. Yeah, that's there's a big like, spot. That's like spot. That, but it's not they're not fucking jumping over they don't know and but it's like well there is there is a way of saying like we don't need high spots like like in the traditional sense which again no. shits on half your roster because we have Let's rf feel. video we don't need high spots because we have rf video dun, 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 dun. Mm. but we don't need like it's a, like this is just two men beating the shit this is the intensity just say the intensity you don't need brutality say the intensity Sure. Physical intensity. It is, but it is. It is a vibe. They are vibing off of each other. It is less like two guys hitting each other. It's two guys like feeling each other's next spot as they as they slap each other in the neck. Like there's there's definitely a synergy between these two guys. And they didn't have a lot of singles matches. Did they ever have another one that was like notable? Like I think they wrestled an Impact at some point, but or TNA or whatever the fuck it was called at the time. Is there another Loki versus Samoa Joe match? There, you, there, ha- there should. Are be you calling real. Striga right now? Are you getting Germany call, on the phone? I'm getting Germany on the phone. All right, for better or worse. Yeah, let me know. Um, I, so, th- th- yeah, the match is really good. I was not in a great place when I watched it, and I'm not in a great place now, which is why I've mostly talked about other. Oh, shit. there's another one from the fucking. Okay, there's one from King of Indies. That was the first match. That's probably what you'd seen. Oh, is that like one or is that is that that's O two? So one. I've seen that Famous show. Of- I've seen that yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, of course. Everybody's seen APW King of the Indies. It's like one of the famous early tapes. I, I don't know. I don't remember that. Uh, there's a 25-minute double KO in USA Pro. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Frank. Frank Goodman. Give me uh, that shit. Then, Give me a VHS and, of that shit. I'm going to order it from a has, pedophile. Uh, a Jersey All-Pro from uh, 2005, the cage, show, the cage match show went in uh, Philly. That's a, kid, which we that's a cage match? We did the main event of that, of course. Oh, okay. Well, uh, Teddy and Teddy Hart and Jack Evans versus oh. Homicide B-Boy. Mm, all right. Yeah, that's uh, a, that's a, that sounds like a great show. There's another jersey all pro. There, yeah, there's some stuff. But mostly, yeah, like, they have – it's not a, it's not like a, a touring match, though. And it and it no. could slash should be. But they have more singles matches than uh, Loki and Red do, which is incredible in its own way. Sure. I guess because it's it's such an obvious thing to me. Why in the fuck wouldn't you book these two guys together? If you can book well, these two guys, Joe, put them together. Joe wasn't a New York guy, so Loki and Red... No. Okay, you're, you're, um, so how many matches did Loki and Red have together? I believe they've had... A f- five singles matches together that's it i mean that's great i don't know maybe it's a special thing maybe it's yeah i mean i don't know i don't know what you do with that like the the idea that that key and necro have had like five matches together whether it be tags or singles or four ways or whatever like is extremely weird um i, don't, I think a lot of people don't really know how to book loki because he is so fucking weird i think court has done a good job of it but even then he's made some missteps here and there um, but I do think Cord is the. I don't ki- think he. Th- yeah, I don't think he pulled off the Lawler feud the way he should have. Though no, I, I am yeah. excited for that. I will watch the uh, w- big match uh, that they had for the Opera Cup final that went like twenty one minutes or something. Like that's like the other. Is that a like, has, that's been taped but not aired yet or what? No, that's aired. That aired um, probably like two weeks ago. Oh, and that's Key versus uh, Lawler. Yeah, okay. and I didn't like the the Tom uh, Key stuff. From yeah, before. yeah, I didn't like their match. I think I saw like one. I don't know if they had multiple, but I didn't. The match they had a cage I saw match that wasn't great, and they had their the title the match where uh, Lawler wins the title, which that just goes to five minutes. Yeah, that's that, a, yeah, yeah, like no. But like Loki versus to. Conan, 
Like that's great. Loki versus Conan in 2018. He fucking stabs him with the fucking. He's like uh, he like shanks him. Like yeah. I, fuck, I mean, he made, he, I mean, the King Mo thing did not work in the end for several. No, reasons. but it was it was cool to watch. And I, I mean, know. I was there live. You were for there, it. yeah. I mean, yeah, fucking key bumping his ass off. So yeah. that's. I think people are intimidated by Loki, but and it's also like the like the stories, but like like that Steen story about like how it's like it's like uh, where he's like I don't want to put I'm not putting this guy over. And he's yeah, about, yeah. Oh, you're casting only, but he is a horse. How could you not put him over? It's like because he wants more money, Kevin. <laughs> would have done it if you gave him if these people gave, gave him more money. These people book wrestling shows and they don't know what wrestlers are about. Like what the fuck, man. I don't know. Don't don't call somebody unprofessional if you're in wrestling. You know? <laughs> what the fuck show do you think you're fucking? What 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 do you what do you think you're running here, man? Go. Uh... This is a, but this is basically close to this use to the to a battle arts match. Really, yeah. it really does. Yeah, and a lot of that Loki stuff does the famous uh, Jersey All Pro match he has against uh, Danielson uh, American Dragon <clears throat> with with the submission match. Sure. That's. Like, June know, of June of 2002, like four months after, four, four months before this. Yeah, like Loki could do everything, and he still can do everything. He doesn't. There's nothing stopping he still can. him. He has not slowed down a bit. He's and Samoa Joe is like a commentator on Raw sometimes or whatever. Like that's cool, man. If Joe, I mean Joe's a big dude. His fucking Joe having Joe somehow having like a job for life with WWE. That's a lot of fun. Completely unpredictable. Like I would have never guessed that, and he would that he would like be pushed for his charisma. And Joe always had it. Joe is always like a shit talker and like. Like, you know, like you watch. He's got his fat Elvis vibes. Yeah, you know, right. Like, like his, uh, like his, uh, you know, adopted senpai, uh, a big uh, Shinya Hashimoto. Sure. You know, he has that same, you know, he, like the, the the line he took from that, like it's wrestling is all about what you see in the eyes. Yeah. 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 Of course. Yeah. Joe's got it. Joe's got it in, in his soul, like Hashimoto did. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good comparison. Um, I mean, I know that's an apt comparison because he worked Fire uh, uh, Zero One, you know, and. Uh, was there and considered him sort of his one of his mentors or whatever, or maybe not mentor, but definitely direct influences. Um, and I did too. Again, if we go to Hashimoto, fat guy who can work and move and bumps when he wants to, and when he does, he he he'll bump his ass off. That was what I wanted to yeah. do. It was like the kind of wrestler I wanted to be. And I think a lot of people took a lot of inspiration from Joe and from Hashimoto. And if they don't know who Hashimoto is, then they what they took from Joe, they were taking without knowing from Hashimoto. Um, and Vader, you know, so the, yeah. the best dudes, all the best dudes. I love him. I love Samojo. Um, uh, to w- put a bow on this match, we talked about it for way longer than I expected to, considering I have like four notes on it. Um, but I just want to say, put a bow on this. Emily, my wife, my dear wife, um, said she wished the match was just raw audio. She said she wants to hear the smacking sounds better, but also there's just something about this guy's voice that bothers me. So Gabe... I don't know. Fuck, kill yourself. <laughs> no. no. Parody. Satire. No, we can't get banned for that. No, I, it's sure. not about getting banned. It's about saying, telling somebody to kill yourself on your podcast. You can't say that. <laughs> I mean, so, we just had, we had that happen. I don't actually, no. it's parody satire. I don't want, <laughs> I don't, I don't want Gabe Sapolsky to kill himself. Uh, just, to, you know, just kill yourself. <laughs> I don't know. I, just a, it's just such a cool. Uh, just this is what this is what wrestling should have just kept being. Yeah, and hot take. And I he, know he but didn't it, understand it. He he didn't understand it, and he would come back to it every now and then. 
And I don't know. I, it's a it's a frustrating career to look at Gabe, and he's he works. Fuck, he's like, is he booking NXT now or what? Like, he's doing something in NXT. I think he's more of a like a, a talent uh, intermediary. Mm, I don't even know. What that it means. seems like Sean uh, is booking everything now. Great, fantastic. That's uh, a mind. Yeah, now. yeah. <laughs> it's a mind and a set of working eyes that. <laughs> look in two different directions. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I didn't think this match was an all time great after all. That was the thing. That was sort of the thing that kind of got me about this. Uh, but it was, it, it holds up it's as just, being, it's still immensely brutal. And it's yeah, very, it's different than it any match ton of fucking ass. I had ever seen at the time. And looking at Joe in 2002, now I realize I stole three quarters of his moves and filled in the rest with like Eric cannon bullshit. <laughs> I was a good wrestler. I was, let's do, let's do your first pick. All right. So from, March 17th, 1995. My sixth birthday. Yes, at the Hakata Star Lanes in Fukuoka. Okay. I was wondering because we'll, this, this goes everywhere, but yeah, okay. Uh, we have in a, uh, dress up wild street fight, (laughs) which is their name for like the come as you are style. Dress up wild. Okay. Uh, we have Dynamite Kansai versus Mayumi Ozaki. Now, I thought, well, Oski's one of my favorite wrestlers ever, but also we haven't had a chance to talk about her since episode one. So I thought we're well, bringing it all back home then. Also, fucking- Ozaki Oz um, was our our fucking uh, profile picture on the old account, the old Twitter account that got banned. Uh, <laughs> just- uh, toilet seat around Matt Tremont's head. Yeah, yeah. that's the weirdest. <laughs> Did you know the Bill Podberg account's been banned as well? And I think it's the same exact reason, because I had, like... That's so stupid. Twitter fucking sucks. Yeah, it does, but... We'll bring... We're going to the Bill Podberg gold, uh, Goldcast. I still can't see the title of that fucking show. Bill Podberg, Bill Podberg Goldcast. Goldcast. It's coming back, folks, next month. Um, yeah. Ozaki is uh, is the fucking best. And the best. Now, I would say Dynamite Kansai is a person that I associate with... Uh, Sort of futuristic looking outfits, like her, yes. like her angular sort of prints and 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 designs on her and uh, shoulder pads, right? Don't her shoulder pads usually stick out? Yeah, and she had like the thing, like she had like the fucking muffler pipe, like st- stuff that would be like like the uh, like the she had like HVAC accessory like looking <laughs> shit, sure, like, as part of her costume. She always like she looked like the, a like, like a character from like Blake Seven or something, you know, or like you know, like one like a like the Star Trek the original series kind yeah. of thing. It was she's cool, and this match she's wearing like camouflage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've never this seen is, her look like this before. It was just like this jarring. This is her going like uh fucking Mister Pogo look. Mm-hmm. Very pogo. Within five seconds of the of the file starting, they're already choking each other with a chain. So hell yeah. Yeah. How they how they get? Well, you know who get, it's it's Oz and Kansai. They yeah. When were, haven't they been choking each other for chain? Yeah, yeah. Um, that that's just their that's just their relationship. It's, it's an intense one. <laughs> My wife talked a lot about how these these were two lovers. <laughs> like these these ladies are fucking in between beating each other up. She was really, and I was like, yeah, you should listen to the episode with Tara. <laughs> Yeah. Should like you should listen to what like what this is because you're you're pretty spot on. Um, no commentary in this one. Imagine Gabe commentating over this. It wouldn't end well. Was, I mean, we it wouldn't. wouldn't I wouldn't be able to well. finish it. Yeah, yeah. It, pants down, Hardy. Um, yeah, never seen Kensai in plain clothes. Street fight gear is 
pretty cool though, the, the Mr. Pogo. Um, so they brawl on the floor. You can barely see it for all the young girls running around. Creates a very yeah. cool, chaotic, uh, atmosphere. Um, there's like, they, they choke each other with the chain. Um, uh, just disturbing behavior. Ozaki is a, she's, she's a very cruel sort of person. And her, yes. her, I'll say this, her jeans and this as well as that FMW match that we covered two years ago. By the way, to your anniversary of this podcast. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the, the jeans that she wears are like that very specific mid nineties style that like, it was too long in the crotch and the, and the butt and yeah. like it went too high up on the waist and it made every woman's ass look flatter than it should have. Um, not to say that Ozaki has like a, 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 you know, a fatty back there. I doubt it. Um, but it's, it's it doesn't look great. <laughs> like you forget yeah. about, you forget about like what DJ Tanner looked like, <laughs> you know, in season five of Full House. Um, but it was basically what, this is basically what Ozaki looks like here. Um, they, they slap each other across the face with the chain. It really brings you back, you know, to the cow chain. Remember the cow chain? Yeah, the fucking cow chain. <laughs> you know? uh, Valentine versus Piper, Starcade. Uh, was it Gor- is Gordon Soley, right? That's Gordon Soley. He's, and... What is he? He's like, uh, they call, where I'm from, they call that a cow chain. I want to say it's. I think it's it's solely and Coddle together, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, could, it could have been Coddle that said it. They're both they're both like cow chain kind of guys, I guess. Yes, Coddle, they're sovereign men. Yeah, Coddle maybe even more so. I can see. No, 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 no. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um. Steel guitar. <laughs> Bob Coddle's got the steel guitar, while Gordon Soley does a little soliloquy about a cow chain. <laughs> <laughs> While Piper bleeds from his ear, um, no, she, so fucking Ozaki smashes her like in the bridge of the nose with the chain. Um, they choke each other a lot. There's not like been a single bit of offense five minutes into this match that didn't involve the chain, which is pretty cool. Yeah, because um, it's not a this is not a tethered match. This is not a chain no. match. This is just. <laughs> Ozaki just loves having the chain around, beating people with a chain. And She's the chain it's queen. It's understandable. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they end up. Like, outside, uh, uh, Kansai does a pile driver on the floor. They finally drop the chain for a minute. They'll get it back later. Don't worry. Um, they go back to the ring, and it's unclear what exactly is happening. As Kansai, I have this written down, grabs a spare ring rope? Question mark, question mark. That, um, too, is confusing. It's just a big-ass cable. No, it's the top rope. Is it the top it's, rope? Because they, they get back to the... You assume it's usually going to be the bottom rope for whatever... Reason because that's the le- the one you least need. Of in course, theory. of course. If you're going to do a, a spot, unless you've you got like some elaborate plans, it's not like they really use this as a. But they, when they get back to the ring later on, the top rope's missing. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why. Um, but it's it's cool. It's cool. She chokes her with the with the rope and like sort of drag. Uh, Kansai drags Ozaki around the the ringside area. Uh, with the with the ring rope, which is cool, and uh, as she's pu- sometimes, sometimes you don't need like an elaborate like oh this will come back into play later. You sure? Like, no, no, it's fine. You just like it's like oh that's a cool oh that'd be sick to use as a weapon, and then it just gets forgotten about because like we're moving on because you're in the heat of the fight. Well, but it's also fun. also the the creativity of like um setting up well if you do this then we'll be able to do this other thing later like that is that 1995 there there are less people pushing the boundaries and the edges of of what wrestling like storytelling is or whatever you know like and and what high spots are you know like 
Yeah. You, people aren't doing a fu- nobody's getting the deep south destroyer over the fucking middle rope after they remove the top rope at a 95 show you know it's just not happening mike awesome might do a power bomb but he doesn't need to take that on the bottom the top rope because he'll just throw you over it doesn't matter there's no reason uh but for this I, you know whatever it works it's weird um they they also there's a funny part where all the young girls are like feeding them the cable like they're feeding them the ropes, it's like like tripping over it a little bit, and like it's like a cameraman, like a, it's like a an assistant director feeding the the cable to like a local news cameraman. It's very funny. Yeah. Um, they fight out to the stairs and wrestle down the stairs and out the door of the building. Uh, Kansai clotheslines are into a pillar. Um, so cool. I was yeah. like, I was like, what fucking building is this? Because there's like an escalator there, and you said it's Hakata Star Lanes, right? Yes. Do you, what is Hakata Star Lanes? It's a, is that a bowling alley? It, w- it was a bowling alley, yeah. It closed down last year, I think. Right. Uh, as in 2019, I should meaning. Still, fuck, it's 2021. Last it's year. Fucked. Yeah, last year. 2020, not a year, as we know. Hmm. It was one it long day. It was really one long day. Hmm. Groundhog <laughs> Day, if you think about it. Yeah, remember, two twos. You remember when I got uh, circumcision? Or not circumcision. What the fuck? <laughs> When I got circumcised. You got a goddamn vasectomy. When I got circumcised. Yeah, when you got your fucking adult bris. Ah. Twenty-nine-year-old man. Dude, I've never been the same. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I've never been the same on Groundhog Day. Anyways, that was the point. I don't know why I said circumcision. (laughs) I'm really sorry. Um. Yeah, this is a cool building, though. It's cool. There's, like, neon lights and shit. It's extremely... It's got a weird low roof. It's always, like... It just yeah. had a weird set. It gave a weird intimacy. and had a lot of classical matches there. It was a great venue uh, for, you know, in, independent and, like, low... And, like, second tier, like, uh, all Japan, New Japan stuff, you know? Yeah. That's great, though. It's cool. Yeah, it was, a, it was, like, a, it was like a bigger house show venue for... A lot of the of the bigger companies, um, and yeah. you know, I think Noah taped a lot of shows there too. Um, yeah, it was like a big like regional venue. Yeah, like in good a, size an area where they, it's like where if they're going to like they they're not going to have the money to run whatever basketball arena they could run. It's like fuck that shit. Yeah, you know, let's just this is cool. Yeah, and also we, we, get, we get a good rate alley. here. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Hakata Star Lanes. I just want to. It is as in uh, Fukuoka. I believe because it was just sinking into the earth. Uh, the, sure. the foundation on it was fucked, which is funny. Yeah, sure. I, I think I saw that. It was in Fukuoka, so, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, I mean, you can run with the Fukuoka Dome is, like, too big or whatever. So, yeah, like, it was a good it was a good place for, like, if you if you need to run a show with a thousand people uh, in attendance or whatever, it was perfect for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... It's always it's also always nice to get outside for a minute, you know. I love to- <laughs> yeah, get get some fresh air. Yeah, get some fresh air. Um, they get back in and uh, Kanse hits her with a fucking umbrella that she found. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. it's really broken down. We're getting a lot of. Uh, it was like he's just starting to bite the shit out of Kansai's face. Like yeah, love it, which we love. Biting yeah. is always cool. The blood when comes is biting late. bad in a match? Never. Yeah, the blood comes pretty late in this. Uh, but it does happen with the with the biting. I do want to say before we get to that part, there's a part where Ozaki reverses a power bomb with like a fucking arm drag, and it just looked. To- I laughed so hard in, in the context of this ma- of this match, because um, then she hits a fucking tiger suplex, then grabs the chain and just slaps Gunsei across the face with it. It's just a yeah. hilarious series of events. Um, <clears throat> well, that, I mean, when you know each other that well, you know, you, you're it's like, all right, how do I, what's, what have I, what's worked before? I've wrestled her 700 times. 
I've known each other since we were like 15 now. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck it. I, I could get out of this with the arm drag. I'm tiny. I'm 5'1 and 106 pounds. But that arm drag will fucking work. <laughs> no, all right. So the bl- the blood does come pretty soon after that, um, and I was, you know, it hurt. They're brawling on the ground near the fucking edge of the ring, and I was like, "Well, she's gonna come up bloody." I said that to my wife, and she was like, "Don't tell me that. Why do you always tell me that?" I was like, "I don't know. It's fun to guess." And then I was embarrassed, but I was right because when she came up, <laughs> I mean, obviously, I was right. So organic. Oski's bite is working the cut, so it's not just like, "Oh, blade." Oh, well, there you go. I guess there's a reason. Like, nope. So it's well where it's well put, it's put well into the match. That's nice. No, this whole thing, this whole like section is really is really good. This is uh, this this really kicks it into high gear. Um, I love this match. I really like this match. Um, <clears throat> she puts the collar. Ozaki puts the collar on. Uh, there's a collar, by the way. There's like straight up a dog collar attached to it. Yeah. Uh, she puts it on Kansai, and we hint, we enter the horny por- portion of this match. Obviously, um, get Tara on. Can you just call her and add her to the line so you can talk to us about Kansai being led around like a dog? Siobhan, uh, Bucky. I, I, I don't really have don't, time for this right now. That's fair. Thank you for joining us for a minute. Um, Emily said that Ozaki should be nicer to her dog. <laughs> um, and I can't help but agree. Uh, but I don't know. I, also, I want to get a dog in a year or two. Not a sex slave. I just want a dog. I want like a, you know, a golden retriever, like pit mix, something. Just a, a nice little guy. Um, chain is a very cool weapon because it's never silent. It's no, one of the no, loudest. No, fucking noise is cool. It you sounds want... awful. It's just rattling, obviously. Yeah. But def- it just like it just sounds it sounds organic as hell. Like well, that, I... like, yeah, like you, this. Oh, oh, that shit. Oh, this means like there's a beating happening. Something's happening. Yeah, well, I, I, it adds to, like, one of my favorite aesthetics in wrestling is I love any match that sounds like it's, like, uh, like you're playing Dark Souls. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, that's, like, a good, that's a good vibe to have. And this definitely has it because, um, has it, definitely has it because <laughs> Ozaki bites uh, Kansai, spits the blood in the ref's face. Yes, extremely... <laughs> The heart, the you know, the the purely wild queen, uh, as uh, her ni- or was her nickname, and still is because she fucking still still kicking ass. Purely wild uh, queen is a very funny like bit of English. I like that. Um, I don't know. This shit rules. It's super good. Like I don't know. Is there any? It, there, there's a there's a moment um, where she like wraps the chain or like uh, so Kansai wraps the chain around her boot. Um, she's breathing f- profusely and she delivers like a high kick, like a roundhouse with the chain boot, uh, <laughs> with the boot chain. And the, the, the chain is like un- unraveling from the boot. Like it doesn't keep a tight wrap around. No, no. So it just slaps, uh, uh, Ozaki like right in the mouth. And it's like a, it's like severe trauma looking. I don't know. Emily said that that's like how you get your teeth knocked out. She told me about a time that our, our, our great late dog, Abraham, um, RIP, uh, chain-whipped yeah. chain an ex-boyfriend, which she says elicited reactions from the neighbors who are watching and said, oh, <laughs> sounds like a, a good thing. Um, <clears throat> yeah, there's a, yeah, Emily told me about how she was like, she was viewing it as like a lesbian domestic violence drama. Um, yeah. It's like a Dom thing, she said, is that's in quotes. And I was just like, yep. I mean, that's not a, you're, you're pretty, <laughs> yep. 
Um, I was like, you should listen to the episode of Batero. <laughs> they have, I mean, they have a very complicated relationship. Sometimes it, uh, you know, you know, they teamed a lot. That's where they had their most uh, mainstream success. But then they also beat the shit out of each other sure. as their day job. It was a full the, blue, blue is the, the promotion. Blue is the warmest color scenario. It's, a, it's the full thing. Um, let's see. There's a table in there. Okay, yeah, this is good. So Ozaki, there's a table set up. They get on it and they're gonna they tease like a pile driver or whatever, and they don't do it. They end up on the mat next to it, and Ozaki just ta- like she kicks the legs out from the table and just flattens it. So now it's just a thing that you land on, and it sucks. There's no glory in breaking it. No, a table that's lying flat on the ground. <laughs> so she hits a big power bomb yeah. this table. Uh, Emily asked why the table is so small, and then we talked about like. Why do why, why are Japanese tables small? Do they have less stuff to put on tables? <laughs> we talked about that for like 15 minutes. We were watching these matches for a while. Um, Ozaki does a bridge out of the pin after she gets murdered with like a super high angle backdrop. Um, yeah, I love people. I love it. This is like a pretty much a Japanese only thing, or maybe even just Japanese women only, because this happened on the on the uh, the bull and Aja show that we did. Um, at, at some point where somebody like gets hit with like a massive suplex or like pile driver or something. And it's, yeah. and, and then instead of like doing a, like a big kick out at 2.999, they bridge out of it. Like, what is that? <laughs> do you have an opinion? Like, cause I, I don't I'm thinking nobody ever talks about this obviously. Cause, uh, cause we're insane and we do a three hour wrestling it's podcast. Cool, you know, you go, <laughs> it is kind of cool. I mean, I'm not saying it's not cool. It's just like. It's weird. It's weird. Um, so Kansai sets the table back up. She pulls Oz aboard, hits an insane pile driver with some clear head to wood impact on Ozaki's head. Um, the, the Ricky Morton and Lanny Poffo special, of course, from yeah. episode 17 of Wrestling is Gross. You want to go back and listen to us talk about Lanny Poffo sucking his own dick? <laughs> go give that one a listen. Who wouldn't? Who <laughs> yeah, it was a good episode. Goddamn pal. It's like our third most listened to episode because people, people fucking love Macho Man. <laughs> um, <laughs> and what they get is Lanny Poffo sucking, sucking his, his own dick. dick. Yeah, hey, that's right. <laughs> Lanny Poffo is extremely strange. Uh, overdubbed commentary on uh, the Ronnie Garvin. That's a weird one. Yeah. Andy Savage match in the cage where Ra- Savage with his most uh, cocaine feline energy. Yeah. Yeah. God. I love Savage in Memphis. Oh, Savage. Best wrestler ever. Um, uh, the finish of this match uh, is like an arm drag into a roll up. <laughs> it's just hilarious. I don't know. Insane match. I loved it. I- yeah. Like Oz, is, Oz doesn't have that many big bombs. She has like a half and half suplex, but it's like. Fuck it, fuck it, you know, and also puts the, keeps the heat on. It's like, so Kansai, you know, went out. Is that what she hit early on? I, I have it written down as a tiger she hit. She no. tried to go for, uh, she hit, ended up hitting a tiger suplex. It was a half tiger, like half, half Nelson that, okay. uh, her tequila sunrise. Like, there was yeah. a reversal that's a, that's out a of that half. fight. Yeah, there was a reversal of, out of it, uh, like earlier in the match, though. Like, Do she you, wanted to go for it, but it was like a fuck it. Half and half suplex is half tiger, half dragon, right? It's it's a half Nelson with a with a with a chicken wing or not chicken wing but you know you can, you bring bring the arm back yeah, yeah bring the yeah okay because I I remember when I was a kid I would do a half and half but it was half German half uh, half uh, Nelson it was really a half Nelson suplex and it, it looked there were two guys who could take it and it was it was cool um, no uh, yeah she's she's cool man I, Ozaki's like. I, I, I don't know if we're ever going to do, like, a full episode on her. Um, not that we couldn't. I'm sure we could scrounge that together. But she's 
she is, uh, I don't know, I, her face, I guess it's because we posted with her on our account for so long as our avatar, um, our Avi. Um, but she's very, I mean, she's very, very evocative. Like, she She's very beautiful and, like, scary. She's got, like, a, she's got a, almost, like, a unique look to her for, I mean, every, every Joshi wrestler from the 90s is both hot and scary. Um, that's the, yeah. that's sort of the vibe. That's like, that's most, most of the big Japanese men stars are also hot and scary. Um, but I don't know. There's, there's something to Ozaki that makes her feel very, uh, I don't know, like tortured mom, like, yes. like hardworking mom who like a single mom who works at the fucking diner and keeps a gun in her purse and has used it and will use it on you if you're not. If you're not she fucking has respectful. Unique, like has been through shit energy. She yeah. has like this sense of like this is like the motherfucker who does not she has Linda Hamilton in Terminator 2. Yes! Guys, I know? just watched That's that movie last want. week. She absolutely is lit thank you. There Let's you go. go to break. You fucking nailed it. That was so good. Thank you. You fucking yeah, you did it. I'm very proud of that. That was really good. Uh when, yeah. we, when we get back, I'll talk about how I'm watching all the James Cameron movies in order. <laughs> 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 Which is the thing I'm actually doing. All right, yeah, a little break. A little break. All right, come back and talk about Joker. What a fucking... <laughs> the wrestler, not the movie. God, I'm gonna... Oh, I had... I... I... Let me just say this right quick. I had. I was doing it earlier. I was doing a parody of uh, the Steve Miller Band song, right? Yeah. Uh, woo! And I was doing it, just adding stuff. I was, I was doing it for my son, for Jack, because he's the fucking Joker. Um... But the line was, I'm the Joker, I'm the Joker, I'm the Joker from the movie Joker. That's sort of how it goes. So I was just going to He's not ready there. to learn about uh, marijuana Todd, usage. Todd Phillips. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, it's fine. I mean, his, his parents are high all the time now. <laughs> safe, responsible. We're good at it. If the people out there, are you worried about us? We're doing great. Never been happier. Got got our stimulus. Was able to pay our mortgage. Excellent, excellent. Able to pay our mortgage, and uh, Joe's gonna hit us with that fourteen. Give me that fourteen, Joe. Yeah, completing. You know, completing yeah. the deal. <laughs> fourteen like, plus the, six equals. It's so baby dick, but you oh, know. Oh fuck! Fucking mad dog, Joe Biden. Oh, raise the fucking raise the minimum wage. Come on, fucking. Yeah, I'm Let's not see. even making 15 an hour. Fuck yeah, I, I am. It's the first time I ever have in my life. And it's a union job. And it's going to be so... Yeah. If they raise minimum to 15, then my 17 an hour that I get for my fucking UAW job, it's going to fucking pop off. So I let's let's see some fucking... Let's see some labor disputes. I'm ready. I'm fucking ready. Um, it's time, America. That's right. Rise up. John Reed said it 100 fucking years ago. What are we... How are we still here? Okay, I'll be right back. Yeah, I'm gonna get some water. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna get some alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy world, get it where you fit in. Shoes out of roller, don't get cold and thick in. Stick up, it's 
up telegraphing and you living It's all about me, all about you When the face of the world really where you fit in Choose how to roll the door, get pull the pick in Switch up, you stuck telegraphing and you living It's all about me, all about you Check the plan, I'm above with them jumping I get violence and be doing it Some double or one for five dollars Spins like me and these with side pockets Get the shine in the ticket shirt with white collars Y'all was talking band band the battle channel five I was spamming Show them heads were satisfied with the beat the inside. The cup was just right, pressure been sucking dubs enough to buff pipes while I turn out the chicks to suck mics and strips to the bills and getting the dick with the pool on these scales straight pimping. Jack daddy get nothing wrong with us, but when the time calls hard, I'm pumping, crawling, busting. Then I do shit with chicks, some youngins start disgusting. Fuck them in they button, have them suck off my nothing. Give them all they need to keep turning out tricks. Put them on a strip at nine, have them return about six. You know, then press the hole, put a burner out quick and move on the low. Spoon, spread the word of mouth quick and then post pimp on blitz lugs lick them sell drugs sell them switching up turn you to a feather in the seen any good movies lately that's an interesting question that you uh <laughs> happen to bring up okay so <laughs> welcome back back to wrestling is gross everyone now it's I'm the movie go. part it's the letterboxed mm-hmm. part so skip yeah, ahead 10 minutes we'll if you get, don't get our motorsports minute in and I, I, I still no. have not watched the Abu Dhabi race. This happens to me every year with F1 where I get behind. Oh, who gives you, it's fucking Abu Dhabi. I know. I know. Shit, I, don't even, I don't even know who... Albon's gone, probably, right? Uh, who, uh, who got the uh, second Red Bull? Yeah, just tell me. Yeah, Perez. Oh, uh, thank Albon God. Is, thank God. Here's your motor Albon for Albon is test driver, and he's getting like a sponsored DTM job. Okay, but, good. I, mean, That's, I like him. To be on the, I think he should be on the grid. He's good enough to be on the grid. I, I just... know. It's such a hard position. It's so fucking rough to be the number two to Max for Red Bull. I don't know. I that's but Sergio's gonna be I like. I think he. I mean, I know you like. I mean, I know you're happy to see Alonso, be, but it's like I get Albon. No, and yeah, Colin would be better team. I would love to see. I would. I would rather that. Um, I do love Alonso. Um, but no, Perez. Perez is gonna fucking. Perez is gonna be better than Verstappen, and it's gonna be fucking. It's gonna be hilarious. Right, <laughs> it's gonna be so some I'm tantrums. Gonna, I'm gonna give you all of my four-star movies from Letterboxd, and you're going to just say whether or not you have an opinion on them. Since the beginning of the year? No, well, uh, since we were last recorded. So since December 31st. <laughs> How many fucking movies did you watch on December 31st? Go I didn't it. watch that many. We didn't right. record on fuck December 31st. We recorded on... The 30th. I don't fucking know. Oh, the day after Christmas, the 26th. You're right, you're right. Yeah, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't edit okay. it until the 31st. All right, hit me. Okay, so four <clears throat> or better. Four stars or better. Videodrome on December 27th. Great film. Debbie Harry. Uh, Don't Look Now. Never seen it. Nick Rogue. Never seen it. I know it's horrifying and crazy. Um, it's great. It's very, it's great. I like, Days I like of... his movies. I like, uh, I like, uh, fucking Walkabout a lot. Oh, Walkabout's great. Days of Heaven. I love Days of Heaven, but I love Malik. It's great. Yeah, I love Terry too. I gave Richard Gere has never been hotter, actually. Um, no, no, and he, it, what the fuck happened to that man's career? He stuck a gerbil up his ass. I, I don't know. He he decided to fucking make make money. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. I no Richard Gere fucking wrong. I just he should just have some weird. He needs the the other Tarantino old man project. Mm. Obviously, I've told you. Bef- I've told you definitely about my Tarantino needs to remake Gran Torino, but with Samuel L. Jackson as the star. Oh no, I don't know that idea, but it's good. It's, it's very really, good. I would get Samuel L. Jackson a fucking Oscar, I think. I don't yeah. even give a shit about that. I care about Samuel L. Jackson getting to do Eastwood shit, because who doesn't love that? But yeah, yeah Days of classic. 
uh, Devil's Backbone, uh, Guillermo del Tormo. Sure, uh, I haven't, I haven't seen that in a long time, but that's, that's like Spanish Civil War and it's like an orphanage. Yeah, it's a precursor yeah. to, um, that movie's got a really good third act. That movie's got a really strong ending, right? Absolutely. absolutely. Okay, like the whole place burns down. I, spoilers, I don't know. I shouldn't. <laughs> spoilers for... it's, it's, it's a precursor to Pan's Labyrinth and its emotional themes and themes of childhood yeah. and all that. But it's fucking... And Del Toro, for a dude who is not Spanish, really fucking gets into his feelings about Spanish. What is he? Is he Mexican? He is Mexican, yeah. Okay. I didn't. I didn't realize. Yeah, his... I haven't seen Shape of Water. Um, I have an otter. I want to, because I just... I yeah, like he's him, cool. and I, I like I, I like Sally Hawkins and shit. You know, fuck it. Sure, Sally Hawkins is great. Obviously, uh, Happy Go Lucky. Um, we love, uh, I love Happy Go Lucky. The, uh, uh, the 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 thing with Del Toro is he made two of the only good superhero movies ever. <laughs> like the Hellboy movies are fucking awesome, um, and Blade, and Blade Two is I don't know. I'm not the only good Blade movie. I think the first one's pretty good, but it's the, the only great good. one. It's the only great Blade movie. And it's it is the only one that comes close to it for me at least. It I is gave the, it three and a half. It, first of all, it gave us Norman Reedus. There's no Death Stranding without Blade Two, alright? Uh, I mean then then you gotta fucking credit goddamn Boondock Saints though, and who wants to do that? <sighs> they they both they're both. Fact, Kojima has seen uh Boondock Saints oh, yeah. certainly. A bunch and of times. Unfortunately. Nobody should. It's bad. Yeah, I don't know. I I could see Hideo Kojima t- like watches those that uh, the Boondock Saints and Boondock Saints too, and he takes like all of the good like cinematic action, which there is good action in the Boondock Saints. You can't deny that like the fucking dropping down from the ceiling and firing like that stuff is cool. Like it's a bad movie, and the director's insane. <laughs> Troy Duffy, they, is that he right? Found a way. Yeah, Troy Duffy. He found a way to make Harvey Weinstein look fucking likable yeah incredible it's awesome now now we could say well that's the race no 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 overnight's still a good document of a thing yeah i never watched it i never watched that movie but I've, i've i know i know all the stories um you got anything else Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, which I'd never seen before. And I would go Angley. as my number, maybe my best movie that I've seen in this uh, in, in this period. Angley. Four and a half. I have an Angley on my list too. We'll get to it. Um, I love Crouching Tiger. I need to rewatch it. Did you see the sequel? No, I haven't. It's a. Uh, I think it's Yun Wo Ping directed it. He's the guy who directed the action sequences of sure, Crouching yeah. Tiger and of all the fucking Wuja hero and uh, House of Flying Daggers. I think he and he had done a bunch of you know uh, Yun Wo Ping. Yun Wo Ping uh, is the martial arts choreographer for the Matrix films as well. Um, okay. Yeah, makes sense. Um, yeah, okay, great film. E- Exiled. We talked about this. Exiled. Johnny Toe. Anthony Wong is so good in Exile. He's the older Absolutely. guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you like it? It's great. Great. Gave it four. I love it. Uh, fifth I, I, Element. Uh, a movie that I don't care for, but I'm due for a rewatch. I think I think it was always too weird for me. I, I think it holds up. I think it holds up. I, I know Basson is sort of, he has a sci-fi, but it feels less like him doing, it's like a Terry Gilliam movie. But what if a Terry Gilliam movie wasn't so goddamn long? Mm. Every, all of them except... Yeah. Now, of course, what am I? What am I not counting as too goddamn long here? You already know it. the long cut of Brazil, of course. Brazil, um, yeah. but Fisher King is too goddamn long. Fisher... Tom Bennett's is too goddamn long. You haven't seen Twelve Monkeys? We talked about it before, right? I've seen Twelve Monkeys. Twelve you Monkeys? Have. Is, no, I gave Twelve Monkeys. Twelve Monkeys is my favorite Terry Gilliam. Sure, fair, totally fair. Um, and finally, uh, for four stars, The Go Between from nineteen seventy one. Who's uh, that? Is that a, that's a, like a neo noir or something? 
No, no, it's a it's a Joseph Losey. It's a it's a fucking uh, Edwardian like it's a it's a Harold Pinter movie based. Uh, you know, he wrote it. Sure, okay. and you know you've got Julie Christie, famed Alan screenwriter Bates. and playwright Harold Pinter. It's just like it's just you know one of those movies classy about, drama. Uh, well, yeah, it's about how classes, how bullshit classes, yeah. and all of that stuff, and you know Alan Bates. Is Have such you a seen good actor? Uh, sure. Have you seen Sleuth? Uh, I have not seen the original. Oh my god, I've never, I've never, I haven't seen the. It's Kenneth Branagh and Jude Law, right? I haven't seen yeah. that that remake, but the original Sleuth with uh, with Michael Caine and uh, uh, Lawrence, Lawrence Olivier. Olivier, yeah, fucking awesome. One yeah, of the so now, one of the greatest I, labyrinthine puzzle boxes of a movie I've ever seen. Just I so have good. Seen the remake with Caine and the Olivier role, and no, oh, okay, I'm Kenneth Branagh. Man. Kenneth Branagh directed that. That's right. Okay, Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, he directed. Oh, I could talk to you about Kenneth Branagh some more, but I won't. <laughs> What are, what is your in that in your great range in your great zone range? I might want to talk about a couple outside of it just because it's more interesting. That's fine. I mean, I had some like what what's the only I mean like I don't know Dead Presidents eight millimeter. There's some good shit that were. I got so, dead. I got Dead Presidents downloaded to my phone. I've never seen it. Um, I'll kick ass. Cool. I like it a lot more than Menace to Society. Sure, that's the it's Albert Hughes, right? Or the Hughes it's brothers? Hughes brothers, yeah. Right. Um, have you seen one of the Hughes? I think they split off, and only one of them is like. Work, I think they're working, working solo now, but I think one of them directed that the Book of Eli. Have you seen that? I with Denzel, it's like post-apocalyptic, and he carries a sword. Yeah, you have seen it. I I, I think I saw like well, I was like sitting on the fucking okay, computer so you or barely something. saw it. Okay, I, I, yeah. I that movie is intriguing to me, and I don't. I know I'm never gonna watch it. Um, okay, it's uh, like the road for me. That post-apocalyptic, okay, that is a Hughes uh, Brothers co uh, co uh, okay, joint. Sure, sure. But it's like that that period where I'm like, God damn, there are a lot of post-apocalyptic movies. Oh, oh yeah, wow. Emily watched uh, Stanley Kramer's On the Beach uh, at, towards like at, on like the 28th or something. She was she was like looking for apocalypse movies because she wanted to watch. Yeah. She, she was in the mood, um, and I was like, Yeah, dude watch stanley kramer's on the beach like i've never seen dark. it i've it's, never seen it but oh, I, it's depressing as yeah well. she told me all about it she was like to uh, f to get my wife to watch a movie from the 1950s by herself is a task um and this was when she was just like this looks good have you heard of this and i was like fuck yeah i've heard of this it's the like, yeah stanley kramer is like the fucking man um all right let's see uh day after christmas we watched the taking of pelham one two three i had never seen it extremely good OG? Yeah. Film? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, I, I, I want to see this. It's Travolta and Denzel in the remake, right? Oh, man. It's not good. It's no. funny, but is that, it's not good. It, wait, is that Tony Scott? Yes. Yeah. That's, it all comes back to Tony. 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 There's, no. a, there's, a, there's a series of him, uh, just do, uh, him, uh, Denzel, doing, uh, you know, movies about transportation. <laughs> yeah, Man on Fire and Deja Vu. And... Deja Vu, fucking Unstoppable. I don't even know. I don't know Unstoppable. I don't remember that one. It's about a train that you can't stop. And then people are like, no, this movie's sure. sass. Sure. And then I was like, oh, all right, cool. Sure. It was just really funny that it existed. The last movie of the year that I watched was The Guest. Have you seen The Guest? Um, no. If, no. You, if, it, if it doesn't ring out immediately, then you haven't seen it. Watch The Guest. That's all I'll say. Watch The Guest. Watch it today. Okay. Oh no! I know. Of course, I know the guy. No, the fucking for uh, the guy from Legion and shit. For fucking uh, is he from Legion? Stevens. 
Yeah, Dan Stevens. I've seen that. He was I in have that Downton on my, Abbey. Uh, big list. That movie. I don't know why I couldn't remember that the, that movie by title, but you haven't it, seen it. That, no, I have seen it. You have that seen it. That movie's okay. awesome. It's that, incredible. It's really. It's, it's. I mean, it's got. I mean, that's a perfect like. You action, know, action sympathetic. Horror. Yeah, sim, action horror. Like you have a sympathetic, uh, like antagonist, but he's not. But he's like. I don't but you know, don't know. Is he an antagonist or not? You don't know. Like an, 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 until, not, you know? but he is, he is, and he isn't. He is, he is. It's a very complicated character, and it's a great movie about PTSD and uh, uh, weird government conspiracies and what they do to troops. I guess that's a complete spoiler for uh, the entire movie. So, sorry. But you know what? Just fucking... watch the guest. He shoots a bunch of people. It's awesome. It's fucking cool. Yeah. It's got, it's got the, like some of the fucking hardest gunfights I've ever seen in a movie. Um, I watched the Muppets, the 2011 with Jason Siegel. Very good. Um, I watched Under Siege 2, Dark Territory. Not, <laughs> not great, but what a cast. What Eric a cast Bogosian. of, Eric Bogosian is the lead villain. And then you got, um, uh, f- from Twin Peaks. What the fuck is this guy? Uh, Everett McGill from Twin yeah. Peaks. He played Big Ed or something. Um, Catherine Heigl is the, the girl and she's 16 in it. And apparently Steven Seagal like was hitting on her on this. (laughs) Uh, That's not a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's rough. Um, and then, uh, it's got Jonathan Banks who played Mike on Breaking Bad. Um, it's got Peter Green, who's the bad guy from the mask. And if you ever seen clean shaven, you know, Peter Green is a bad dude. Uh, it was just cool. It was, uh, it was, it wasn't good. And, and Seagal is the worst action star we've ever had, but you know, I, I, I gave it two stars and it was a fun two stars. I'm not disappointed that I watched it. Seagal kicks ass. He's just an absolute piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we watched Ang Lee's the ice storm, uh, together, me and my wife. She had never, she had, she had seen it. She remembered it. Um, but it's one of my favorite movies and it holds up. It's Ang Lee's best movie. I think you seen the ice storm. I've seen it. Yeah. It's been a while though. Been a while. Been a while. Feeling those lighters. (laughs) Different song, but you know. Um, I watched San Sono's "Why Don't You Play in Hell." Very good. I've um, not seen a Sono yet, but I will because I watched Love Exposure first. Who, just because it's my roommate, after all. Yeah, right. Watch Love Exposure first, just because it's the most yeah. ri- like impenetrable. Um, four hours yeah. about like taking under like upskirt panty shots. <laughs> <laughs> That's like what that movie is about. Uh, yeah, it's great. It's great. I, it's like it's like the worst pitch that you could imagine uh in a movie that somehow miraculously uh is great um i watched dumbo 1941 do you know how you know the runtime of dumbo i know i believe it's 64 minutes which is the cutest it's really funny it's the cutest runtime that you could possibly have for a fucking how did feature you feel about the crows i thought they were cool man i thought they were some jive turkeys i don't know they're know they were fine they weren't as they weren't nearly as bad as some of the shit in these other movies not nearly as bad as the fucking siamese cat and aristocats the one that's like ching ching chong fong fing fang fu do you know what i'm talking about uh you don't know the chinese cat from aristocats i <laughs> uh, no, i'm thinking oh well, yeah i i i think more about uh the fucking from uh lady in the tramp up Never I mean, seen. Maybe it. I have all that shit confused. Never seen it. No, that. no. The crows. The crows are horribly like racist in this movie. Uh, I don't know. They, but still, they're they're not. They're made to be like nice, helpful people. At least, do you feel me? Yeah. They're no, not. They're it. not villainous. They're not antagonistic. They help Dumbo. They're good. They're good people. You know. I don't. Or they're good. Cro- I don't know. <laughs> It's, it's yeah yeah it's bad. It's a Disney movie from 1941. Of course, there's racism in it. Racism all over that shit. 
Um, so I watched Aliens, and I gave it five stars. And I Aliens cri- kicks I, ass. I cried every time the little girl was scared because I just kept putting my daughter's face on her. I just it. I don't know. It, it first time I'd seen this movie as a as a father, and boy, it changes things. And the scene. Let me tell you, it's famous, the scene. So Newt is hiding in the end of the grates, and they're back on the, the, the big ship. The alien has attached itself to the shuttle, the, the queen, the mother. And yeah. she's going after, the, after the, the kid. And Ripley goes and gets in the big mech suit, right? And it's like a famous scene. But the thing is, the scene where she's introduced in the mech suit, it's like, it's sort of like... You hear the door start to open, the big automated door, and there's like smoke all over the place, and it slowly goes up, and you see the feet of the mech first, and then it goes up, and then you see, oh, Ripley's in the fucking mech, and then she, all in one take, she walks, doom, 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 and get a close up, right, and it's, it's, it's Sigourney Weaver, right in, you know, fucking, two feet away from the camera and you see it's all one take and you see that's actually Sigourney Weaver. That's a real animatronic. Every part of this is real. There's no composite, like composite editing here. It's all, this is happening. And she gets right up in the camera and says, uh, what did she say? Get away from her, you bitch. And I fucking lost my mind. I knew the line. I'd seen the movie a few times before, but it never fucking hit me. Uh, if you've, if you have, if you are a parent and the last time you saw aliens was before you had a kid, watch aliens. Cause holy shit. Um, I watched the abyss right after that. Cause I'm on a Cameron thing. The abyss is great. It's got a really stupid ending, but fuck my, all right. So my mom died. Uh, she drowned. My mom drowned. That's how she died. Um, so anytime I see scenes of like drowning or near drowning, I get hella triggered. Um, and this movie is about two and a half hours of that. <laughs> good times. So if that sounds like a good flick to you, man, Ed Harris has never been better. And Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio is amazing. Michael Bean's mustache is fucking phenomenal. <laughs> uh, a supporting cast of people I've never seen again. Like a ton of really good characters in that movie, and they're all played by people I never, I don't know any of them, which is very rare for a movie like that from that era. Um, I watched Terminator 2, Judgment Day. You know, what the fuck you're, you know, what the fuck you're getting Kicks here. Ass. Yeah, it's, Arnie is a fucking movie star. Um, and then the last one I'll note, I watched Tenet. Uh, me and, me and Emily watched Tenet together. We were both very drunk, very high. Um, I wanted to hate it. And I did for about five minutes. And then I realized, oh yeah, I'm one of the rubes. I. It's okay to be a rube. I can't, I I, let yourself get worked. I fucking Chris hate Chris Nolan as a person, but he is truly, he is a fucking magician who makes the nerdiest fucking movies. I rewatched Tenet two days later, by the way, and I think I understand most of it now. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think everybody was prepared to hate that movie just because he, he was like, no, you got to go to the theater and die if you want to watch it. Like, I don't know. It's really intricate. The middle section of it is so like, it's, you know, it's, it's inception two or it's memento three. It's whatever it's you, like, you view these three, these three movies as a trilogy, memento inception and tenant. And I think this is better than either of the other two. Um, John David Washington, Denzel jr. Of course, um, yeah. is he's really bad in a couple scenes and then he's incredible in the rest of it. Uh, Pattinson has never been fucking smoother. Kenneth Branagh plays a Russian villain, uh, hell bent on world domination or complete destruction. Um, and people like 
I, I don't. Do, do you know what Tenet's about? At Solaris. No, I mean kind. Everything's kind of Solaris. <laughs> it's not. Uh, <laughs> everything's kind of Solaris. That's a ridiculous sentence. Um, it does have. It does feel a little a little Tarkovsky-ish. Um, with with some Solaris and some Stalker stuff happening in it. No, it's cool. It's really good. The soundtrack is awesome. The soundtrack is so good. It's like the whole thing is like and then it'll like the and then like a character will like go in a room and it'll be like and then it'll drop out and be and then it'll be it's fucking awesome. It's the best. It's 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 the ultimate Chris Nolan movie. I don't like his Batman movies very much. I mean, I like the I like the Heath Ledger one, but only because the because the, the fucking Joker and it rocks, you know. Um, uh, the Prestige is pretty cool, but like like this, Prestige is my favorite. Prestige it's really good. Favorite. Yeah, it's really good. Um, Prestige is pretty cool. Memento. I haven't seen Insomnia. I don't know. Maybe I'll do a fucking full Nolan. I called him in my review on Letterboxd. I said he's he's our generation's Cameron, and I think that's you know. I don't know. He hasn't had the massive success, but like, there's a version of James Cameron that becomes, because like, so Avatar is one of the wildest movies ever made. It's very strange. It's so out there. It's so fucking like you know. It's like that's hardcore, like anti-military, anti-imperialist, like leftist politics in that movie. And somehow it was like the most, most <laughs> the the best grossing film of all time. And it was yes. be- it was beaten by you know a a, a of like sort of neo lib war movie in Avengers Endgame, like of course that's what beat it. But, well, yes, uh, a movie with a lot more uh, DoD funding. I wouldn't yeah, be surprised yeah. if Avatar had DoD funding, but we fucking know everything out in the MCU has a ton of uh, <laughs> yeah oversight. Yeah, Feige is a is an agent. Um, no, I I. I, I'm excited. We're gonna watch. I'm gonna watch True Lies, and then me and Emily are gonna watch Titanic together, um, and then we're gonna have sex. <laughs> no, she, seriously, she's never seen Avatar, so I'm excited. Um, we got that big ass TV, so watch fucking Avatar on it. Why not? That's all. Okay, the movie, so that's all the movies the, I watched. One last thing about Avatar. You know how people will say like Avatar made the most money ever, and yet what is its cultural impact? Well, I like. What I made that I post. I, I made that post. But you know what it is? It's not like two days later after the release, the Jim Cameron, Big Jim, is like, yeah, we're uh, we're gonna we're planning on releasing three yeah. sequels. <laughs> well, yeah, and it's like, dude, that immediately yeah. undercuts everything That's about the true. fucking movie. That's really true. And even with the goddamn like Marvel movies, there's a little bit of time to breathe. Yeah, and he those just are, those he are just set cut up his balls way. off right at me. It was yeah. such a bad idea move on his part. They're shooting but, like three of those right now in in like a they've built like a, 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 a like a fucking dome city basically in yeah. New Zealand. And hopefully, and you know, here's what I'm gonna say. Hopefully, they make money. You know why? Mm. To, I to need save, me enough to save the film industry. <laughs> Sorry. Well, to, yes, but well, save specifically get me my Alita sequel. Oh yeah, no yeah. I, I haven't watched Alita yet, but that's 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 high up on the list for me and Emily to watch on the on the big TV. Um, yeah, yeah. Jim Cameron, he's a uh, yeah. You know, you know your audience. You better fucking watch Alita. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Of course. Um, I I love James Cameron, and I, I hate to say I love Chris Nolan. Um, I I'd beat him up. I'd fucking punch him right in the face, and I'd say thank you for. Uh, directing tenants because <laughs> it's you, sir. it's a very All cool right. it's a very cool film and i'm, I'm I, I recommend it to anybody who can separate themselves from their hate for the guy that they know and just 
the, Clements Posey um, is in like one scene towards the beginning. It's like a scientist, and she's like explaining some of the weird stuff that's going on to John David Washington. She hasn't done that anything in a while. No, I hadn't seen her. It was really cool to see her. She's only ironically, one... it's that is a reunion with Pattinson. Yeah, of course. From of course. fucking Goblet of Fire. Of course, of course, of course. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I is, is putting the boots to her. I'm say. also a rowling head. Um, <laughs> the uh, God, we didn't talk about Trump getting banned from Twitter. Fuck. No, and all the his posts. his posts about Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart. Anyways, Clements Posey. So many good posts. Clements Posey very early on in Tenet, um, as John David Washington keeps asking questions about, and I'll just spoil this because it's five minutes in the movie about a bullet that travels backwards, uh, which is what this movie is about. Uh, it's about bullets traveling backwards. Um, Sounds like it's really about a search for. <laughs> the Sorcerer's Stone. <laughs> sure, yeah. Um, big hedge maze like the end of The Shining. Um, no, she says, don't try to understand it. And if you're going to watch Tenet, I highly recommend listening to Clements Posey and just sitting back and enjoying the music as it goes. It's so fucking good. It's really good. I hate how much I like that movie. I feel like such a fucking idiot. Bucky, what are your... Give me another fault on The Dark Knight. Um, Middle... Middle section is the best. Uh, I really like the second act of that movie. Uh, Why do you like that se- the second act of that? Because it's all Ledger. It's the most Ledger. I don't. I don't know. What? Uh, yeah, exactly. And what was what was Ledger doing in that film? Shooting a rocket launcher and creating the greatest character of all time. The Joker. What is that greatest character of all time? He's doing. He was, he was being the Joker. Okay. It's jo- yes, of course. It's Heath Joker. Yeah. He look. Jack warned him. Do you remember that when Jack Nicholson yeah. was like, he was like, I warned him that that character was going to like take over him and he, he might, he needs to be careful. <laughs> That's which is extremely raw, but that is now that gets me my segue. Okay. Okay. Let's talk so, about it. Cause that's what I was trying to go for. This is a long that. movie section, but we hadn't done one in a while. So I'll, I'll put yeah. timestamps in or something. I don't know. I don't that. know. If, again, I don't know if people like this or not. I don't know. Yeah. Tell me about, on. tell me about okay. the new Alhambra on at, I'm sorry. Go on muting my microphone. <laughs> At? At the Alhambra <laughs> Arena in Philadelphia, in South Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, of course, Swans- the corner of Swanson and Etna, on January 12th, 2008, for CZW Ironman Championship and the Ultraviolet Underground Championship oh. and a 20-minute 20 20 Ironman Home Run Derby Death Match. I didn't yeah. know the stipulation for this, so yes. yeah. we have brain damage versus Joker. Oh boy, you have a lot of thoughts on this one. I know. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know where the conversation is going to take us here because um, I don't know. So ex- I, first of all, explain to my wife that Joker had that name before Heath Ledger did. He's not the Joker. He's just Joker. Um, Heath Ledger like it died like maybe like a week before this, which is funny to think about. Is it's not that funny, right? but it's like accurate. It's, well, it's not funny, but Jack did warn him, you know. Yeah. <laughs> brain that damage. Jack. Yeah, yeah. Um, brain damage is a guy that I think I almost totally missed his entire career because he he came up in that period of not watching for me. Okay, uh, this match is two before days before he Fletcher dies. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, but yeah. Wow. How about that? Um. Yeah. <laughs> That you took me out. I, I was. You said that, and I was Brain like, "Oh, damage. I felt another, it." In, another dead man. I felt it in my bones. Um, 
so yeah, he's a guy. He's he feels like a man out of time to me. He's got these huge like kick pants, like raver, like K I K yeah. brand <laughs> kick pants, um, and like a Punisher t shirt that has the sleeves cut off, right? Yeah, and. Somehow this is also the year that Obama was elected. How is it possible that a man could still look like this in 2008? Like, Or, more accurately, how is it possible that a man could look like this? This man who is extremely 2020 could look like this in 2008. Yeah, so he was... He, 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 was, was, he was so right in the middle of the curve. He was, like, post-questionable, like, might-be-a-school-shooter high school nerd... And yeah, they he was call he, him a ser- like they said the boss has called him a serial killer before Jesus. on commentary. Who, who's on commentary here? It's uh it's like some CZW nerds, right? There's no Gargiulo wanna, by this point. No, there's no Gargiulo. I want to say it's uh Billy Graham. Oh god, and, right. Uh, he's dead Stella. too, right? No, but, I don't think he's dead. And sorry, Billy Graham and who? Uh, Ace Delic. Okay, sure. Yeah. Who's Nazi? Uh, yeah. Nazi involved. I don't know if with, I knew that. Uh, Dojo Wars. Good job. Okay. I could have assumed, but I don't think I actually knew that. Um, I don't know. It's weird. It's a, it's a, it's a, <clears throat> excuse me. It's a weird match, uh, at the beginning. Cause I, I don't know. I, so Joker starts as if he's like almost trying to like egg brain damage on with some of the early little slaps. Um, I, 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 I couldn't tell cause I've seen like four brain damage matches ever and I haven't seen one in probably since he died, to be honest. I, I don't, I don't know a scenario where I would have watched a brain damage match since 2012 or whatever. Um, is he is he like a nerd? Is he good? I honestly don't know. Is brain damage oh, he good? Was, good. Yeah, was he, he good? Was, okay. He was really good. Okay, because I I I mean he's good in this. Every, like they're both good in this. But I was I kept trying to figure out why you picked this because it didn't feel like a because it's like a it's a Philly death match so it's not gonna have glass it's not gonna be like too crazy. Um, at least as far as like bloodshed. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna fucking say. Uh, it's just well. Firstly, I wanted to, I went with who's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, and Ozaki, and I was just like, we've talked about who's someone who else means a lot to me. Uh, who we've talked about on this show, but not in a while. He's also one of my favorite wrestlers ever. Joker. We've he really about is. Joker match in a while, and I fucking absolutely love joke he I, is 100 percent one of my favorite wrestlers of all time he is so compelling that's very you i just want to say i, I mean it's <laughs> it's me too like i i'm i'm, I'm definitely with you I, I think i've underrated him over the years i always liked him don't get me wrong i always liked him yeah but I, I don't think i ever really appreciated him as like an all-time psycho um he's definitely a very siobhan wrestler um, yeah and, and he's just he's just this fucking like five nine puerto rican <clears throat> dude from like north philly who just just doesn't give a fuck. He does is not he, give a is, fuck. Does he have any Cambodian blood in him? The Cambodian axe murderer, right? I don't think so. I mean, he might have. He might be part Filipino, but I don't. I think he's just Puerto Rican. Cool, cool. Yeah, I don't know. He's he's a, he's like a. But I was watching this and I was like, I know you love Joker. You picked you picked Joker versus Cash, Chris Cash, for your uh, your birthday show uh, either last year or the year before. Yeah, it was and, a 2019, and then engineered tough crazy bastards episode to get sure. to the main event of. Uh, the Hate Club and Zandig versus Tough Crazy Bastards and Joker and, jo- and Cage of Death. Joker as a as a third uh, for for Toby Toby Klein and Necros. That's so crazy. That That's match fucking great. that match. I don't think that match is great. It's it's pretty fucking good and has some great spots. And I love Necro beating up Justice Pain. R.I.P. Yeah. Um, no, I was just like, what do you? What am I looking for early on in this? Am I waiting for something specific that's going to push this match into like I and I understand that why this is in your personal canon. 
because I really didn't see it early on. Like, it was good. They do beat the crap out of each other. Um, <clears throat> There's a really funny section. There's a very, really funny spot where I'm getting hoarse. God damn it. Brain Damage has, uh, the like, the fans clear out, like, a section of chairs. And it looks like he's going to, like, launch him, like, throw, like, a... You know, through a bunch of the chairs, through, and then he throws Joker over the rail, and he just like lands in the first row of the chairs. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought, if I was in the front, if I was like in the third row, and I like was told to move, and I grabbed my jacket and my beer and shit, I'd be so fucking pissed off at brain damage. It's just like, so the opening, you get a lot of, yeah, you, you get some real t- nice mat work from Joker. Brain damage can keep up though, yeah, but he's like mostly like he's just got he's this weird tall dude with weird with pants that don't make any sense, <laughs> and like a and like a neck that doesn't support the rest of his head. Well, so Emily, know. I've got this note from later on uh, after brain damage takes a fucking hu- a huge power bomb from the much smaller Joker onto a barbed wire chair. Um, Emily was like, she watched him take that and she said, "Wow, I can't believe he got up for that. He's really athletic for his." like body type. And she, she was, she told me about like how this was like a type of guy that she went to, uh, high school with. Yeah. Um, like this is like, and I was like, yeah, totally. Like I've fucking played football with these guys. I kind of like was this in a way. I think he's probably got an inch on me and maybe weighs a little less, but I, I like, it's a very similar type of guy to, to me, except I didn't wear a Punisher shirt or I, okay. I wore kick pants, but not past the eighth grade. I'll say that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But no, it's it's cool. It 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 they get out um they go out to the stage, which I don't remember CCW ever having a fucking stage in Viking Hall. Um that that comes around in two, maybe like late 2005. I had stopped. See, by by two thousand by the end of 2005 I stopped watching all wrestling and I didn't come back until the fucking I don't know, maybe the pipe bomb or slightly before then. Uh, maybe the Nexus was, yeah, I think I came back with the Nexus and watched casually until the pipe bomb brought me back in. Um, <clears throat> you know, normie shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> good, good fucking good stuff. Like really good. Some of the best I stuff. I mean, like the opening, but like, see the thing about, we've talked about the, uh, home run derby deathmatch, but specifically one specific element of it, which is water jug on a pole. Yeah. Web swinging for the fences i love this type of, because it's just so fucking violent it's just like there's just like let's talk about joker and the thumbtack bat well, so brand damage grabs a thumbtack bat and he, like joker gets the better from the universes and he fucking blasts he fucking blasts brand damage in the top of the head thumbtacks Fly backwards, and this a lot stuck in his shot. head. A lot the the tax stay in his head. Stuck in his head it's for the so entire much match. Much. He's got them all. They like not a single one falls out after that, and that's pretty early on too. Yeah. yeah. No, the thing about the home run derby is here's a bunch of weapons. Uh, you just swing them like it's the point of the match. A lot of, a lot of times you'll get like fans bring the weapons matches where it's like okay, well do I, I'll do a DDT onto a typewriter or whatever. No, just throw the typewriter at Toby Keith's head. Toby. Toby Klein's throw a typewriter. Toby Keith said, "Absolutely, <laughs> throw a yeah, throw the." T- Did they ever use a typewriter? That's I just came up with the funniest goddamn thing. But the water jug, really, it's like it feels like getting hit with the fucking brick. Like, um, it's the worst weapon. It's worse than anything sharp, like for sure. It's like and it, it's, it's just it's, disgusting to see it like like pop when, like hit, when they break hit, it. Anytime it you see it breaks, break, yeah, that's you know just, you know that's some shit. Um, so one of the, the, the stage, um, the, the sort of the, the 
tent pole uh, spot of this match that really changes it. Um, they're on the little stage. Brain Damage makes a big pile of chairs. Like, not a chair yeah. table. He doesn't, like, lay a chair across two chairs or sit two chairs up. He just throws a bunch of chairs on the ground. It's just a pile of chairs. Yeah, like, he had gotten uh, Joker over there, and he had hit him with a couple of chairs. Not chair shots to the dome or anything, but, like... On the knee. Just, like, yeah, just, like, hitting, yeah. you know. Because throws... they, have, they are working, like, a little, like, smartly. Like, uh, Joker took out... His, uh, like, knockout punch uh, right arm earlier. Sure. With a disgusting fucking, uh, like, you know, clothesline to the, clothesline to the pole, post, which, but a disgusting fucking chair shot to the arm with it between the posts. I don't know if I saw that spot. Oh, okay. my God. But, yeah, it's so, but gross. you can see, like, the, yeah, all right, so brain damage is throwing chairs and aiming them towards Joker's knee. Joker's got a lot of athletic maneuvers. Um, obviously like it's, there's, there's some thought put into this for sure, for sure. Um, and you had to, when you're doing a, I mean, they, they can't rely on glass cause they're in Philly. Um, so you have to be a little more creative with, with laying out your match. And Joker was always smart with that. I can't speak yeah. for brain damage, but Joker was always a, a creative deathmatch spot, uh, like storyboard artist. Like his, his sort of vision is. A, a little more intricate than, say, you know, uh, uh, J.C. Bailey's or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, so they go up on the stage, and uh, Joker hits an exploder off the stage. I think it looks like he's going for a wrist clutch exploder. Yeah, uh, yeah. But can't actually grab the wrist, and probably better off for it, because that seems a little dangerous. He hits him with an exploder, a T-bone suplex, overhead, off the stage. Brain Damage eats shit, does a flip off the stage, lands on the chairs and the floor, all legs and tailbone. And Joker, in the vein of Orin Vite, doesn't go off the stage. He just lands back first in the stage, then rolls off and sells. Fucking hilarious. No, <laughs> no. You, what you're missing is Brain Damage, because they're not really... Because it's a, it's a, it's a reversal battle. Like, yeah, he it's was going, King's Road. He called out, like, Brain Buster. Brain damage hits the top of the fucking stage with his head. Yes, yes, first. that too. That <laughs> that is, this is why. Why I love this match is like, this is sort of it has the exact amount of violence as say uh, Necro Butcher versus Samojo for a match from this venue, mm. but it doesn't have like. But that has a completely different structure. This yeah, that match flows in a very weird, specific like, way. The, the, uh, the structure on this is so strange and unique, and because it's also incorporating the weapons and all of that. But it's just like the the moments of this are that are the peak are some of the most repugnant fucking shit. Like he fucking pla- he fucking lands head first on the stage and then falls back. And there's a lot of impact when he actually hits the ground too. It's it's uh, not- yeah, and then it's that fucking. Whiplashes on the neck too, yeah. incredible. Yeah, um, I, there, there's not like a bunch of other big spots. There is, there, there is one that like really stood out that we'll get to, um, that Emily had a fucking visceral reaction to. Um, Joker, they, they get back in the ring and Joker hit, or Joker gets thrown with like a fallaway slam into the buckle. Yeah. Um, but then just he looks, also lands like ass and balls first on a fucking barbed wire bat. Like whoopsie. Like <laughs> it just looks grotesque. Well, he doesn't sell the move. He just he just is holding his balls afterwards because he clearly <laughs> was not planned. No, yeah, no, definitely not. Um, but yeah, he's like athletic as hell. Joker like is he has these like insane unhinged strikes. They all land on target. They all come at you really fast. 
Um, I got to the part with the big power bomb onto the much larger brain damage onto the barbed wire chair. So he's got strength. Um, and then, so Emily was telling me about how like brain damage was a type of guy. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. And I was like, yeah, these are, this is, uh, this is two guys who like probably, I mean, at least one of them has a body count in Iraq, but I, yeah. all right. So Joker had like multiple tours of Iraq. Brain damage comes off like he might have just been in ROTC and, like, collects guns as a hobby. But do we know if he fought in the military? Because he also feels like a fucking Marine to me. He has that energy. This yeah. feels like two Iraq veterans. Like, they like they, they crossed paths in Iraq and, they, and then they came back here to, like, try to kill each other. Yeah. I like, mean, they call him, the, like, the term, the ultra-violent Terminator. But it's like, right. the dude, like, the, dude the, the way the fucking guy walks... Is with such purpose. He has such a fucking, he has like such a fucking killer energy. Like the great and like again, he's a student. The Zandik, he called him a serial killer. I mean, well, he does have that. Like, he feels he like vibe. he's like the dumbest guy in the platoon. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> like he's like he's and that makes him the most dangerous. You know? Um, yeah. No. All right. So the the spot is uh, he puts Joker's head on an open chair. Uh. Um, and it's like this, it's like the super dragon double stomp, right? But he doesn't, yeah. he does a double knee and we're talking like a 260 pound dude, probably like it's a big motherfucker. Like, like, like a guy like my size, like doing a double knee to the back of Joker's head, um, into this open chair. And it, it's, it's insane. It's, it's clearly not, there's not a bit of work happening here. No. Um, <laughs> and then Joker comes back, hits the J plex is, which is like a, a wrist clutch plus cravat back suplex. It's kind of a Hiromu sort. I don't know. It's like a it's like a yeah. regal. It's like a more complicated regal plex kind. Of. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I mentioned these commentators aren't good, but they don't get in the way. Um. And and Emily was like, "Yeah, that other guy's voice just cut through other sounds. It was like the wrong frequency." <laughs> so we're just still shitting on Gabe three matches later. Uh, but yeah, this match has a shitty finish. Yeah, um, like, uh, I mean, uh, it has a great shitty finish, though. I guess. I don't know. I didn't know it's there was a classic tw- bad CCW yeah. indie finish, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, so. It's extremely it's under Iron, Because it's under Iron Man rules, it has a time limit. Which so, makes a little so it's a, this could have been a multiple fall match. Like, the, the CCW yeah. in the era that I watched, they never. The Iron Man title was just a mid card title. They didn't. I mean, they would sometimes. But for the most part, those were regular matches, right? Am I so, crazy? Yeah. For the most part, yeah, they they have their they have their fits and spurts. Yeah. They like the idea of the Iron Man, spe- like specifically making it. Well, like, what if we did Iron Man rules? For, but this is just the cage like, match think, title. It's so yeah, stupid. it's just like what if? Like, what, it's just just because. I don't know. I guess the idea is to maximize the violence, but really, it's what it is is like with this. It's to do the. Uh, Listen, the point of five minutes. The point is is is. Uh, you know, and, Zandig uh, Joker, wants Adam Flash to do 20 minutes every night. <laughs> yeah, and Joker has uh, brain damage in... Uh, Joker has brain damage. In rear naked choke. It's fucking great. Yeah. And they call the bell, and, and you get fucking Joker throwing the barbed wire chair at uh, Larry Legend at the Timekeeper's table, sure. and they announce, five more minutes. But they do, it's so anticlimactic. It's like, like they're, it's, they're fighting it's each other. It's protect... Yeah, it's, it's a protect both guys move yeah but it felt like a fuck up it felt like they didn't they didn't have any of this planned well and and like 
Larry yes, didn't know. The referee was not in communication with anyone. And I don't know. It, they're already fighting when Larry's announcing that they're going to do five more minutes. And then they go straight to the finish. And I, I don't yeah, know. They just kept fighting. They're like package pile driver. I think. Yeah. It doesn't really matter what the finish is. Um, it just didn't come in a satisfying way. No, but um, I, I just it's such a good. For me, I, I, I love the bad finish in its own way, even though this could have been, like, a much a better match without it. It just, it's just like, yes, this represents, even without, like, all, like, you know, fucking Gargiulo and House, and it's like, the yeah. arena's a little different, everything's a little, it just feels like CCW, but it also feels like, an, like a fucking grotesque, like, all-time uh, pair of ass beatings on each other. Just two men just fucking each other up. It's just... an interesting matchup. It's, like, it's, it, I, 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 I really did love this match because it is, like, it's, like, two confirmed killers just wiling out on each other between tours of Iraq. Like, that's fucking yeah. cool. Like, uh, it's, it's got that energy, whether or not Brain Damage actually toured Iraq. <laughs> he definitely yeah. feels like a guy who wanted to and maybe just, like, his, like, he had like a cataract or something. They would let him in or something. Yeah, <laughs> it some... just it has a, it's men with purpose. Absolutely, and the purpose is to kill. And, yes, and I'm down. But goddamn, if DJ Hyde's booking doesn't try to undercut his boys at like every fucking turn. Oh no, this was still Zandig times. Well, okay, same guy. I know it's controversial, <laughs> but the the worst part of Zandig was probably worse. Zandig, yeah, Zandig's a horrible fucking booker. Like he's great at building cages, <laughs> and I love his 720 lariat. But you know, the 720 lariat. Oh, okay. Good choice. Really, yeah. really strong stuff. I, I'm, I'm really happy with both matches. I'm looking forward to your, I'm going to do a birthday episode this year. Um, and we'll just do them back to back weeks. We will, yeah. we'll, we'll do it. We'll figure it out. We'll figure um, it out. I'm looking forward to, to seeing what you got next. Cause your, your birthday episodes have been some of my favorites. Um, main event time. Main event time. One of my 10 favorite matches of all time. John Cena versus Brock Lesnar. From Extreme Rules 2012. This is April 29th, 2012. From uh, World Wrestling Entertainment, of course. Yes, at the Rosemont Horizon. At the fucking the the Allstate Arena, the the same building that CM Punk won, which is another one of my favorite matches. I, I, yeah. I have it, I'd have it lower than this, but um, the Cena in Chicago. Is there anything better? Like seriously. John Cena. We have we've we've never talked about John Cena on the show. Have Here's we? Here's the thing. We haven't. That's fucking weird because he's like never one, done a Cena match. He's like one of my five favorite wrestlers of all time. Well, it's because it's just like he should have <clears throat> had the career where we we have we're we're constantly talking about the motherfucker. Yeah. Except he runs right right as he's hitting his stride is like the unfuck with whatable uh like ace like the guy who's going to be there for ten years blood ban. Yeah, they, no they, they strike a deal with Mattel and it's just it's just like, well, I guess he, I better learn how to like work a, a good New Japan match or whatever. Yeah, like, all time great fucking bleeder. Yeah, yeah, he was so good. I don't know. We gotta we gotta do just a John Cena blade job fucking episode. Um start putting that together. Yeah. Uh, and this is already like a good matchup. Um Oh yeah. Do you remember yeah, the fucking backlash two thousand three title? Of course, match. of course. So a lot of it's really, really good. People would not Wait, credit Cena as being that good at that point. Is that Lesnar's first no, no, two thousand three. Okay. Yeah, that all right, it was that's, it was, that's it was a, a year into his reign. Run. That's his uh that's his first defense at least after he wins the title uh from Angle. Okay. Cena Cena got yeah. a world title shot? That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, that was like, that was, uh, 
they didn't have the main event that month anyway because that was the uh, Rock Goldberg. So it was like, yeah, fuck it. Oh, sure. That's Rock Goldberg. Just seen the title match. Who cares? We, Man, remember why not? They... Don't waste. Uh, Dude. Like, do you they, 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 got, they can space out another Undertaker match because sure. they, they end up going back to that uh, well because yeah. it's a good one. Yeah, Big Show's around for their fucking 17th match whenever he's ready. Um, no, do you remember when they signed Goldberg to a WWE contract and then had him work exclusively 30-minute main events? <laughs> they the didn't fuck, really man? understand what, what to the do fuck? with Goldberg. Uh, you know who I blame for that? I blame Triple, Triple H. Triple H. H, of course. Of course it's Triple H. This is fault. the same year in which he, you know, completely sandbags uh, Scott Steiner and makes him look like an asshole. Yep, yep. You know, it's a good fucking match. Scott Steiner versus Goldberg, Fall Brawl 2000. Absolutely. Oh, boy. Let's talk about that and the Samoa Joe-Scott Steiner matches sometime. Fucking... Yes. <clears throat> so Emily saw John Laurinaitis talking at the beginning of this, and she said, who is this guy? And I said, it's cool. Don't worry about it. Um, Lesnar returning to wrestling in 2012, uh, completely shocking. Such a big yeah. deal. He's coming out uh, day one, attacking Cena. It's busting him open, cutting a promo, saying Cena's fucking scared of him. And Lesnar is an underrated promo. And I would argue yes. that Heyman, I mean, I think this is, I don't. I don't think this is a controversial take now, but Heyman was clearly a net negative for Brock Lesnar in the long run, right? Yes. I. I his I promos. The... Why Lesnar likes having him as a as a crutch, but he, I think he's way he's so much better just doing the like the taped promos or even in ring the fucking Eddie Guerrero mariachi band promo. Was Absolutely. So fucking ridiculous well no and such natural charisma he is does things either because he's allowed to or because he just does that people don't like he kicks the fucking hat yeah sure it's just kicking the hat was good yeah yeah he's just a magnetic dude he's got he's got like true like born to born to be a fucking sports superstar energy he's got the same shit that like Favre had you know um i don't know it's it was cool. Who's Heyman with now? He's with Roman Reigns as a heel. Is yes. That right? Have you seen any of that? Is that that's probably pretty bad, right? I haven't seen any of it. That would uh, six years ago. That would have fucking been amazing. And they just too little, too late, man. Uh, yeah, and it it ain't Roman's fault. No, of course not. He's 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 a great worker. Um, they they brought like Edge in to talk with his short ass bitch hair uh, to tell Cena not to get in there with Brock because you will die. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like a montage of uh did you watch the pre-match package of this uh yeah it's good because you just get to see him hit like the f5 on like 30 different people in 2003 i think i saw sean stasiak in there so a little bit of meat for you yeah. uh, <laughs> meat, man. love a little what bit of meat say? yeah um there's like a there's like a there's like a cena family in the front row it's like two twins in cena yeah. gear, both being held by their their pint-sized mother, um, and th- they have a sign that says "Cena still our hero." These two seven-year-olds are about to see their hero get his fucking wig split. Um, first Cena match on this podcast. How was that episode fifty? That's crazy. Well, uh, you know, it's a good it's a good time as any. We never did our like parking lot brawl show where we would have him and Eddie, which is a great match from. Smack- it's a kick-ass match. That's a SmackDown, yeah. right? That's on TV. Yeah. That's good. I love that. Iron Circle of Pain or some shit? What the fuck is that called? Uh, <clears throat> that was just Parking Lot Brawl, but the Iron Circle of Pain, uh, or whatever it is, 
uh, for uh, that's a Blackman in Shamrock. In Shamrock, yeah, we should yeah we should do that episode. Um, finally get fucking Finley versus Regal. Finally, finally return to that one. I gotta. I'm gonna pause and cough. Talk about this match a little bit. Okay, so now we start out. Now the whole build is Brock Lesnar's gonna fucking annihilate uh, John Cena, and that's what he does. It's immediate. Because... It's absolutely immediate. You know, every time it's like at like Cena runs in, gets taken take down to uh, double like it's just going to keep happening. And it's like, yeah, that's you just got no way of it feels and insurmountable. Is, Cena is always the guy who will admit, like who has let himself look vulnerable. He's sure. Like, he's a great yeah. underdog, even though he's like the most dominant fucking wrestler in the in the history of the company. He is very good at being vulnerable, at being the underdog. And he convinces because yeah. he, he's a fucking good actor, you know? Yeah, incredible selling. Um, it, yeah, it starts with immediate head trauma, and like, like the match has been going for 15 seconds, and little Nate Charles Robinson has fucking latex gloves on because Cena is leaking from his head, and he's got like a. He hit, so there, there's this, there's a part in this early on where Cena hits a big like rear waist lock takedown. Um, yeah. and the crowd is just a mess at this point. They're not reacting to anything, but they're also not not reacting to anything it's just like weird like intermittent chatter because no one knows what to make of this they haven't seen john cena bleed in years and then booker on commentary is like legitimately concerned for his friend john yeah like the doc comes in the same doc that like misdiagnosed cm punk's concussions yeah. uh and got sued he comes in uh to help cena and cole says cole, this is a great line from michael cole john cena has had his skull busted open I hate the okay the skull thing. Now that's a very easy thing to talk about as that being a Vince McMahon. Where, yeah, skull. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, I want to say, I want to say, it's so gross to hear like someone say skull busted open. Like, motherfucker, that means you're like dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It means you died. Yeah, absolutely. You There's got also to, like, thrown out of the, off the highway at 50 miles per hour. Didn't CM Punk like break his skull? That happened in like IW Mid South or some shit. Like doing it a was... doing some kind of bump. Like it, you I don't can. Know if it was a cracked skull. I don't know what it's like, but he he said that a lot of things about the fucking. You know this, uh, the the match with Raven where he gets uh, he gets hit with the, the shovel. shovel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It's entirely. That's possible. a good story, actually. That CM Punk story about how that was the thing that hurt the worst, and it didn't get any reaction at all. And it's just like, look, if you're gonna do like a prop like weapons match make sure what your return your your investment versus return is here your cost uh benefit analysis on each of these weapon shots because you don't want to get a concussion from a thing that's not going to get no fucking pop you know yeah um and i think i think sam punk learned that that night um there's also a guy in the crowd holding up an r slash squared circle sign i'm losing my fucking mind watching this yeah get get out of here nerds yeah cena uh cena's bleeding all over the place though like if this were an mma fight cena would have been done like this would have been a stoppage but this is not an mma fight this is extreme motherfucking rules um so cena i don't know like he what he Gets some offense here and there, um, like he, he he'll try he'll get like heave hoed onto the uh, over the top to the floor in just like disgusting fashion. He'll come back and hit a couple punches or whatever, but then he just gets German suplexed three times. Yeah. Um. There's a moment. 
Uh, no, it's not all. It's not like uh, Brock like embracing. Yeah, I'm just gonna suplex people, which is yeah. I don't like that. I don't. Lo- I've never liked that. Summer suplex super. Uh, so I do, but I like what it accomplishes. Um, I think it's important for getting Lesnar after losing to both Triple H and John Cena in this match. Um, I think it's. I think that match is important in reestablishing that. Oh, he is still Brock Lesnar. And yeah, you, you should be afraid of him. And so, he's gonna take... as, as always, you, we got to blame for this. Triple H. Triple H. Yeah, of course. Um, <clears throat> it always comes back to the game. Who's to say? What, why is this? Why are we saying this guy's a tough guy? <laughs> just because he was in MMA, he was in UFC. I could be in UFC. <laughs> I have just didn't try. I just gotta, I just why bother? I'll just got to cut my hair. That's the only reason I can't be in the UFC. Is I don't. I, don't, I gotta yeah. cut my hair, and then he did. Um, no, the, the, the. There's a section here, like, what? Cena gets put up in the F5, and, like, his legs kick Charles Robinson. You know, it's a cl- that's a classic. There's two spot. different spots where Charles Robinson eats shit, because he also okay. eats shit on... Uh, we'll get Lesnar ta- No, the first one is Lesnar eating, tackling uh, Cena into oh, okay, Charles that's Robinson. First. That's first. Okay, so he eats shit and on that. You know, you know what I love. Mm, referees getting their asses kicked? Yeah, I fucking bad ref bumps are the worst, but uh, just refs getting killed is the best. It's yeah. always funny. A ref who doesn't know how to bump being forced to take a bump that's way out of their league. It's unethical, but <laughs> pretty fun <laughs> to watch. Um yeah, so he gets taken out by Cena's feet as he gets F5. Um he smears uh Lesnar smears Cena's blood on his chest. He licks it off of his hand. The cr- the crowd's chanting We're Les- getting a lot of blood in mouth tonight. It's good, People. yeah. The crowd's chanting Lesnar's gonna kill you. Like this is like a Takashi Miyake. Like a stranger's film. blood. Yeah, like a stranger's what? blood, yeah. Um th- this shit feels dangerous as hell. But how much is a f- uh, how much of a fucking king is John Cena to do this shit, man? He is Look, he hasn't bladed in six years at this point. He's only, like, bled a couple times cutting vegetables while trying to make a roux. Like, he's not, like, he he is not, he's not used to this. And he is just like, oh, yeah, I'm the biggest star, and we need stars right now. And so, okay, hit me with some elbows, some legitimate elbows, Chief. Uh, let me get some of that Jimmy John sponsorship money, you know, like... Here's a moment where he ties. So Cena comes to to the ring with his chain, his thug chain, padlock on with the padlock. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's key here, obviously. Uh, he he gets <laughs> Lesnar strings him up with the chain upside down. This doesn't even lead to like a good spot. He just kicks him a couple times. He just punches him. He's just like being a dickhead to him, which is but that's cool. That's what Brock Lesnar does. Yeah. He's an asshole. Oh, and before that, he had actually he had, so he tied his legs together with the chain and like beaten him in the ring for a little bit. The scariest part of this is where um, uh, he clotheslines Cena. Um, and Cena has to take a back bump with his legs tied together, which is horrifying. That sounds fucking horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> like not being like, I can't imagine that. And that's a testament to Toro Yano, you know, like that's, that's a hard thing to do. Um, no, I don't know what he gets. Ha- he, so I have a note here. Uh, he's, he's hanging upside down. Cole says he was like a piece of meat hanging in a meat locker. And I said, a little redundant, but yeah, I said, just like Carbone and Goodfellas. But then I realized <laughs> he was, he was right set up. I think so. I don't know. <laughs> doesn't really make sense. Um, Cena makes the shortest little, uh, most pathetic fucking little soft dick have an ass comeback and just gets wrecked two seconds later. And that's just what happens the entire match. Yeah. 
And Emily asked me, because Emily's like shocked by how brutal this is. And she's she, she this is one of her favorite matches she's watched. Uh, the, one of the best matches we've watched together that she was way into was Lesnar versus Roman from uh, Mania 31. Yes. Um, so this this works for her. Weird, right? It's legitimate and fucking yeah, makes sense. Um, uh, it's almost like people enjoy watching motherfuckers beat each other's asses. Yeah, it's brutality like is good. Yeah. The idea. It's almost like I wonder why UFC is more popular than in the right. WWE right now. What well, if so, you did that, but you could guarantee that it was going to be good every time, and not just uh, fucking Kamaru Usman and Tyrone Woodley circling each other for twenty five minutes? I don't know who what? those people are, but I, 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 I UFC MMA fighters that are no, I, I know, yeah, I, exactly. I, I assumed, I, yeah, I, I don't like, I don't, I don't like watching UFC. I don't know. I just, I, I never. I never liked grapple heavy fucking shoot style wrestling either. Like rings is always, I, I like rings, but I don't love rings. And I always felt like I was supposed to love rings and I didn't. And I don't know. Um, MMA is, it's beguiling to me. Um, anyways, MMA is a, of course, it's, it's the, it's the last, it's last minor league. It's triple A for, to find out who's a re, who should really be a great pro wrestler. That's right. I love that. That's so good. Did you, is that, is that yours or? I've been it, saying it. For, some, yeah, okay. That's do, yours. I okay. It's true. I just like, want to make sure if, that, if, that, if we need to credit that to somebody else that we should, cause that's fucking brilliant. That's the smartest thing we've ever said on this show. Uh, also one of the most controversial. <laughs> yeah. uh, I like MMA. I still fucking say that shit. Okay. I that's have, why I, li- I like, you know, I also like I AAA baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're 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 the you're the baseball. <laughs> you're you're, you're like, the baseball. You know, I love a good G League game. I I like the G League. I like the G League. Um, we're not gonna talk about the Sixers tonight, but are you proud of your Sixers? Very. Yeah. Very. It's nice. It's nice. I worry about the Nets. I worry about what they, <laughs> what the fuck is gonna happen there. Um, it's not nothing good. Yeah, you don't think so? it's, uh, it's, it's like they're just. One of the most stacked teams of all time, and I, you think it's not gonna not gonna happen? I just don't think it's gonna work out because like they're just gonna just be shooting. They're just gonna shoot all. Time. That's like their only plan. Well, like, that's what happened to Harden and Houston too. So yeah, know. it's like uh, I don't, I don't know if that works. I don't know how those three are gonna get along. I don't. It's gonna don't be weird. That. And with they're, Steve Nash coaching them, oh, it's gonna be yeah. A mess. Their glue is fucking DeAndre Jordan, who they're probably gonna end up trading right. to get. A, like a, like someone who they need bet more as a point guard. Sure. <laughs> or, well, I said we're going to do basketball. basketball someone to do maybe be to be, be more of an inside scorer. I don't know. <laughs> to be more of a defensive presence is really what I mean. Of course. Because Andre Jordan is certainly not that at this point. Yeah. But it's like you're, you're relying on your white shooter. You got a white f- fourth guy who's just, <laughs> just like that's that's this isn't this isn't gonna work. I'm excited to watch the Nets this year. It's the first time I've said that. Um, all right. So I, I have it written down that Robinson takes a second bump off of an F5. So I must have had this written down weird, but another yeah. referee comes out, gets beat up. Uh, <laughs> Lesnar just beats up the ref when he counts a two. Is that what happens? I uh, think so. Yeah. We get a, uh, so Emily actually asked me. There's a long delay after the F5 because it's like someone has to fucking come down. Yeah. They, like from the girl position. Yeah. Or I'll have them running and, super fast. Yeah. And and Rock's like, I just don't have time for this shit. Fuck you, what's, man. What's, what is the like, – there's like a super famous like long referee run down an aisleway that leads to like a great near fall at like a WrestleMania in one of the stadium shows. Do you remember – like it was like Edge versus 
Taker or something? I don't Maybe? know. Maybe? I goddamn, I don't know. There's a, it's a one in. really good long shot of a referee running like a quarter mile to the ring, sliding in super well, and a perfect 2.999. Uh, wrestling's good sometimes. Uh, so, Emily asked me why Lesnar left MMA, and I was like, well, he got diverticulitis, and anytime somebody slightly punched him in the stomach, he would just fall over. Um, is that accurate? That's what happened, right? Yeah, yeah. And then he returned, but he only faced like uh, like uh, uh, lemons, right? No, no. He only did the one fight, uh, unless he comes back. But he'd have to do his whole a whole fucking thing because he he pissed hot before the event happened. And oh yeah, school, but they right. were like, yeah, we already took John Jones off this card. Fuck it, we're not taking him off too. Yeah, we gotta and get John. John Mark Jones Hunt. would be a good wrestler. They should. He should just. He should be a part of the the relaxed policy WWE and just be a wrestler. Yeah, good promo. Good promo. Yeah. So ref gets killed. Another ref gets killed. Uh, Rock. Uh, Brock goes out and he's 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 gonna try and get the stairs in the ring, the bottom part of the stairs, the longer part. Um, and he like tries to throw it in and it's like bouncing off the ropes and like, it might like fall into the crowd. It's all very dangerous. We get more refs, like, like three more refs come out, including black ref. Do you remember 2012 black ref? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think they had a Hispanic one too at the time. Oh, you know, you know, the how. ref <laughs> roster is, uh, currently, uh, locally very, uh, more diverse. It's very, it's know? very, yeah, it's, they've gotten way better. It's, it's much better. Uh, they've even got a woman on here. Can you believe this? She can count they've to got, three? They've got multiple <laughs> women now. They no have shit. Mrs. Yehi. Oh, Mrs. Yehi. Asia Pereira, yeah. Okay. Uh, from Wayne's World? Tia Carrera, sorry. Um, so, Lesnar gets the bottom part of the steps in the ring. And so it's the part that's like the weird, it's got the wide, flat surface. So it's like two stairs and then a long, flat surface so you can stick the other, the upper piece on. Yeah. People, people listening to the show know what the stairs look like. I assume people know what I'm talking about. This is a great I'm... prop. This is a great prop because it gives you, so more often you see people use the top part of the stairs because it's lighter and it's good for hitting people with. But this is a great prop because it gives you a wide surface to work with. And like a yeah. lot of real estate to move around on, um, isn't there's like a really good uh, maybe is it the Hardys versus Dudleys Royal Rumble match that they use like a table propped up, or maybe it's one of the TLC matches. They, like it's, there's a lot of creative things to do with the bottom half of the ring stairs that never ever gets done. No. What's the, do you remember the stairs match? Yes. Who who was that? That was Ryback and. No, it was, it was Eric Rich Rowan. And Eric Rowan. Eric Rowan and yeah, that match is good. <laughs> That match is legitimate. It's, it's unironically good, and it's also unironically, of course, very funny. Yeah, yeah. No, Big Show working other big guys. It's always the best. Um, Can you believe I, – I, I was just losing my mind about this. The, the, the only real big pay-per-view match ever between uh, Undertaker and Big Show as a singles match is the fucking Punjabi prison match where Big Show just substitutes for Great Collie. That's how fucking stupid is that? That, that first of all, ass too. First of all, that's brutal. Um, but also, I had never seen that because I wasn't watching in that period. But that sucks. It's um, really, it's really funny. But I mean, they also both bleed in it. It's like, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a better match than you'd think. But it's also, I mean, it's those two guys. So of course, those guys can have a good match. Yeah, they no, no, that's a, that's a natural one. That's 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 kind of crazy. I never realized that. Uh, how was that match? It's 
better than you think. It's it's very good. Yeah, I, I bet it's really good. That that cage is so funny. I I like I could see there being good. I've never actually seen a Punjabi prison prison match. I haven't seen any of it's, the three or four. Yeah, it's like one of those things where like it should just be. It should be like the Lions. Then you just set it up on the fucking side. Sure. And then you. Because everybody's going to get pissed off. That you can't see through the fucking ring. It's such a bad idea. It's worse than the kennel from hell, isn't it? You think it's worse? Yes. Because at least you had dogs, and dogs are cool. Are... Also, you know, <laughs> it, like, you're, you are completely prepared for how much it's going to fucking hurt. Uh, nobody seems to be... It's like, oh, yeah, it's because it's bamboo, but it's also... It's just metal under the fucking bamboo. It's... Oh, is so it, did people, like, realize that it was shitty to bump into, like, after yeah. they were already in the match? Because nobody fucking tested it. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. I love that shit. Um, Lesnar gets to the bottom part of the stairs in the ring. Um, he grabs a Kimura, and uh, the move the move at this point that's sort of been positioned in the angles leading up to this match as his finish, as yeah. his new kill shot, as the move that's going to it's gonna break Cena's arm, Cena will... Have no choice but to tap out. Cena never gives up, but, you know, who knows? Um, he's got the, he's like sort of on, he's got the Kimura, he's back down with Cena leaned over him on the stairs, and Cena deadlifts his ass. Now, Lesnar is a big ass motherfucker, right? How, how, you think Lesnar's the legit 300 or so? Maybe. Is he, is he just at 265 here? Is he a heavyweight title fight weight? Or like, he's got, I think he's a little thicker than that. Oh, he no! I think he's definitely at least like he's like two eighty. Two eighty. That's it's insane. The 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 deadlift here with one arm, like it, it's it's a it's one of the most impressive like deadlift counters I've seen in any match. Um, <clears throat> he goes up to the top and tries this weird top rope rocker dropper thing that he started doing. What a weird move yeah. that is! What a weird move. Uh, misses, fucks his own ass. Um, lands on a pile of. Uh, large dildos. Um, no, does he cl- does he clip the edge of the stairs on that? I don't think so. Okay, it's super close. It's super close though. It like, is. His his jorts sort of brush him. Um, my favorite moment. Lesnar taunts him, and then uh, my favorite moment in this match is is Cena on the apron. Uh, those stairs are still in the middle of the ring. Lesnar bounces off the opposite ropes. Uh, is running towards Cena, who is on the outside of the apron, standing on the apron. And Lesnar... He does, like, um... It, it, it looks like it's gonna... Like a, like a... Like Captain America, almost. Like, launching off of... Like, it's like a, some MCU shit. The way he launches off the stairs. It looks like fucking 300. It looks like Zack Snyder action scenes. Right? Yeah. And he's flying toward, and I don't know what the plan was here. He flies towards Cena. He flies. I think like, he's going to hit him with an elbow. Okay, he's going to hit him with a flying elbow. All right. He flies like eight feet, lands oh, like he he ends up like overshooting Cena. Basically, um, what happens to Cena? Does Cena just like laugh? Like, <laughs> does he fall? Cena does Cena just bump off this? Does he? Cena does bump. Uh, but and I mean, okay, so it's been. It's been long controversial as to whether or not Cena went into business for himself and pulled the rope. But it's like, no, he Oh, I never heard like, that. Oh, that, like, pulled the rope and, like, yeah. wasn't supposed to. Yeah, like, it he made definitely it, yes. pulls the rope, and that's the fucking point. Because he, he, Brock does not bump big anymore, really, but, like, he, that dude was a fucking, fucking bump maniac. He's a, he's a maniac. He, he, of course he's, he's going to bump big, at least in his first match back. He, he still was shit. bumping big for, like, CM Punk and for, for... I think he bumped big for Drew and their... Wait, no. 
Maybe not. I don't know. I don't remember. Um, but he, yes, he, he does sort of, he hits his sort of like, I guess his, the backs of his thighs sort of bounce against the top rope and he just does a backflip like Fosbury flop. Yeah. Destroys his face and neck and legs on the floor. One of the most, one of the most horrific landings I've ever seen. I remember watching this the first time, just being like, what the fuck was that? I don't even care. It doesn't make sense. Because they move into the next spot, which is they redo that. And Cena grabs the chain and just fucking punches him. Yeah, it's like, because it's like, Lesnar's like, I yeah, fuck that shit off. Like, he, like, like he, hurt, he sells for a little bit, and then he's like, I yeah, fuck it. Fuck this, I don't give a fuck. He's laughing. Yeah, he's like, what hurting. the fuck? Yeah, it feels like a legit fuck up where he's like what the fuck okay well that sucked but also i love this shit i love wrestling i want my fucking liver to be okay and i i could do this and i'll still be fine and cole says lesnar is sick he's like yeah dude <laughs> is that news to you man what the fuck no. is that, that like what that's like the coldest take ever yeah he's a sick motherfucker he got he gets in tries the same exact move again but cena gets the thug life chain smashes lesnar in the face with it lesnar doesn't almost like dick murdoch or terry funk sell off of it it's yeah great and when he gets back up he's fucking bleeding lesnar in 2012 blading off the thug the thug life chain spot is so fucking goofy and perfect and then cena beats him with an fu in the stairs and it's amazing Fucking yeah, incredible people, fucking match. And then people just want to shit on Cena, but it's like, and then he gives like his weird concussed promo. It's which so is, good, you know. It's like, and it, you know what that is? If people are like, well, it's like it's it's Brock Lesnar, so you gotta, you know, you want to treat this like it's a real sport. That is the most UFC shit of all time. If Joe, Joe Rogan should have just been standing there feeding him questions, like without gotten it across, it's like he's just talking yeah. about like. It's just, it's awesome. It's so weird. It His feels, arm is all though. fucked up. He's like, he's, he's, he like straight up says like, there, I might get in trouble for this one. Cause it said, this isn't like an unscripted promo. And I mean, yeah. or maybe it's not, maybe it was written this way, but if that's the case, then that's like the best writing they've done in years. Um, I don't know. I, he's, he's, he says he loves Chicago even if they don't love him. Um, like Cena's relationship with Chicago is intense. Like there's no other town. I think that like New York, obviously LA, like the big markets or whatever, like Toronto, but Chicago has this fucking vitriolic, just, they fucking despise him. And obviously the money in the bank match with punk happened there, which is arguably the greatest crowd of all time. It's up there with Crawford and furnace versus Kobashi and Kikuchi. You know, it's up there with some of those new Japan, like, UWFI or UWF gauntlet match like this shit like the best crowds of all time it's in the conversation right yeah um that's a great building and it's it's it, it, for him to cut that in my in, in my estimation legitimate shoot promo um in that building makes it very meaningless meaningful and um i don't know he takes he takes some time off doesn't he I think a little bit, and then he gets roped in some more uh, Johnny A shenanigans. Oh, yeah. God. That was a dumb feud. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of the... I know people people like to meme that Laurinaitis shit. People power shit. People power, yeah. No, he's just... I just don't want to... I don't want to hear this motherfucker talk. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I liked him when he was teaming with Kabashi, okay? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Johnny Ace in two thousand or in in nineteen ninety six or whatever is like good. Yeah, of course. 
He was um, a good wrestler. Yeah, he was like, a good wrestler. Snared out of my face, though. His brother's a member of the Legion of Doom, but yeah, fuck off, dude. Um, God, I can't seem to find exactly. Um, defeated. Uh, so he wrestled. So he his feud with Laurinaitis Laurinaitis escalated after Big Show called Cena a match against Laurinaitis at Over the Limit the next month. So he didn't take any time off. That's brutal, man. I don't know. He like that's a guy who I'm glad he gets to be. Uh, completely part time or or entirely like retired at this point. He hasn't been back since he he was eviscerated by the fiend, right? No. So he's stuck in the in the black lodge of the fiend. Is that what we're to believe? Or yes, that's cool. I don't know what I don't know where they're going with any of that shit. I don't really care. I'm never gonna watch it. But um, I don't know. His elbow looks all fucked up. I remember seeing pics, and he does eventually get surgery. I think. Um, and I just remember being like, what the fuck. I don't know. Anyways, wrestling is gross. It's and this is this is one of the sickest matches ever. Um, yeah, it's it, classic. It is a classic and a half. It know? is really good. It is like it holds up on like this is probably the fourth or fifth time I've seen it. It's just as good and emotional and and uh like gets in your gets inside you. You know, it gets deep up in. It hits the back walls for sure of your soul. The back walls of your soul. Um, and that's <laughs> that's what Cena can do. That's why that's 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 John Cena. I think I, I love him. Um, I wonder if there's anybody listening to this podcast who's like, "Fuck yeah, Danny Havoc and Drake Younger," and then they hear me like be like, "John Cena is the greatest wrestler of all time," and they're just like, "Fuck this," and never listen to this podcast again. There's gonna be one person out there who's really mad at that, right? Maybe. Yeah, I kind of like the idea of it. You know. Oh yeah, we should all, we should lose one listener every episode. We gain. <laughs> we should two, gain two and, and lose one. one. Yes, that's what it's all about. Well, this was fun. Um, next week we're gonna are we gonna do barefoot is legal? I think we're gonna we're gonna at least try to do <laughs> our barefoot is legal special. That's so fucking funny. That's so funny. Okay. Well, um, like and subscribe. Yes. Leave us a review on iTunes. We got a couple <laughs> extra ratings, but no new reviews. If you don't feel comfortable writing a review, that's fine. Just give us a five stars. But seriously, I. If anybody is listening to this and has anything to say about this podcast, whether it's one sentence or a fucking paragraph or longer, please just tell me. Because I like, I mean, I don't do this show for anybody listening. That's not, I, I do it because I, because you and I are dear friends and this is the only way that, yes. we can, that we can like sort of create a reason to talk for this long. It's, yeah. That's the real, that's the real hack behind podcasting is it's not about creating content. It's not about like, um, it, it's what it is. It's, it's an excuse to just sit and talk for three hours without picking up your phone and getting distracted. It's because you'd be on that phone. This is the reason we're able to fucking like, you know, we're able to have a relationship that like is, it feels like we, we cut deep on, I mean, we won't, we won't ma- we mainly talk about one thing, but we talk about everything. The show, this show is about everything. It's about, about every fucking aspect of our lives. Yes. But I don't know. It's, it's, it's nice. And, and I, I know that there's like a, I don't know, a couple hundred people who listen to it, and I guess they get something out of it, but nobody yeah. ever tells me what it is they get well, out of reply. it. Leave yeah, no, reply. yeah, get us, hit us up, hit us up. Um, Death to America. Like, Death to America. Never, it's never been more, like, has that ever been more apt? Like, we are in it. We are, we are experiencing the decline, and it is... Did you say, I mean, you didn't, you had to, motherf- how did you give motherfuckers their stimulus checks, Jesus Christ? Yeah. Yeah. 
No, it's yeah, give people money so they don't die. Stupid man. Yeah. Fuck. Un- unban Donald Trump. Like Donald Trump. I want to hear him talk about the Braden Carter's Oscar party or whatever the fuck. Bad food restaurants. Yeah, I like to hear him. I want. I don't know. It's that was a that was a, a painful blow. Um, but I don't know. I'm gonna keep trying really hard to post with my fucking gloves on and like not upset anyone too much so I don't get banned. Like it sucks. I don't know. I after having our account deleted. Our, our our podcast account banned, like, and now it's just gotten so much worse. Like, you have to be so fucking careful. You can't even say COVID. Um, I don't know. What if I named my child COVID? There's <laughs> way dumber names in the world right now. Nobody's doing that. There's no way nobody's doing that. Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, well, yeah, leave us a review and follow the account at Touching Blood. And, um, we're going to get that barefoot episode out. If that is what we do, we'll do that. It'll be probably like, it'll be towards the end of January. Um, but yeah, we got some exciting stuff planned. And when I say that, uh, for year three of the show, when I say we've got some exciting stuff planned, what I mean is we have one show ready and it's barefoot is legal and the rest is all up in the air. I don't think we have anything. We, we have nothing. No, planned. no, we have no fucking idea. It's like, when the fuck are we even going to record? Right. Uh, I'm working. Cause you're working. Yeah. Well, wait, I mean, that, that we can figure out. All right. Just like, um, all right, I'm not working this Saturday. Let's record. All yeah. Right. Yeah. Cram four matches. That's fine. That, that's, I'm not worried about that. I, yeah. I, I want you to be uh, healthy and not, uh, wear yourself out too much so you have absolutely thank you yeah and you you got to have energy for the show like i mean shit That's, yeah um it's a, it's a we do a we do a fucking what do we do we did a boogie nights i think it's, we're at two hours and 37 minutes on the recording so we're we're like at a we've exceeded wonder woman 1984 um and we've done a much better job of telling a story uh creating a narrative and, yeah. and giving good performances uh Although I, I, you do, you do exude some like peak Kristen Wig energy at times, and that's a compliment. Um, I'll take it. Yeah, she's great, Doctor Pat. <laughs> Y'all love Joe Schmo show. Um, yeah. So barefoot is legal. Uh, if you know, you know, and if you don't, look it up. Um, Grab a Scott meal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell him. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, death to America, and um. Uh, Fault of the Western civilization. Yeah, watch the decline. Watch it. Sit, sit back. Put your shades on. Um, and you can't and, front heart. You can't front always heart. Always remember. Look out the window and just watch it all burn, because we're in it and it's not going to get any better. It's never going to get better. Um, go watch Joker versus Brain Damage. Brain Damage. <laughs> watch two guys who stared death in the face. I again, I don't know if Brain Damage actually was a Marine, but watch two Marines fight. And tell me if the world has any meaning. Because if it does, it extends only to, only up to Joker versus brain damage. There's nothing more meaningful in the world than that. Um, but also. The match that he, that killed Heath Ledger? Question. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, hug your kids and, uh, and, and, you know, be, be good to people. Be good to people. I'm yeah. fucking shitty. Yeah. Be I'm good fucking, to people is good, yeah. You know how pissed off I get at the idea of us having a guest on who we gotta cancel? Fuck yeah. that. I don't fucking want that. Did, did that. Wait, did that happen? 
Doesn't happen. It hasn't, but we did we did use a John Mouse song, and then he was a part of the Capitol eh, siege. I mean, I've referenced people who I've like, oh, I know personally, who are now extremely canceled. Yeah. That's fine. Well, and we've done two episodes on Ian Rod, and I don't know. We're we're fine. We're doing. Great. Ian Ian's great. Ian's a legend. When you're a legend, you can be insane. Yeah. Well, look, we're Antifa's number one wrestling podcast. Everybody knows Absolutely. that. And then that's that's a real thing. Um, and we we are uh. We're we're look, we're good wholesome people. We just like watching people die on on video. Um like that woman. <laughs> Did you see her get shot? I saw her get shot. I haven't seen that video. I, um... I saw it about two minutes after it happened and then four hours later it was like, Oh, she's dead and I was like, you know what? This woman was crazy. She was a fucking crazy Q conspiracy theorist and uh an an Air Force pilot. Not my type of person. She was not holding a gun. The police should not have shot her in the fucking neck and killed her. That's my hot take. Thank you for listening to Wrestling is Gross. Death to a fucking America. Is that... Brazil? Anyway. Do you feel okay? Is that okay with the the take that she... Uh, Don't shoot unarmed women. (laughs) You're okay with it? Are you okay with... okay with it. You're okay with them shooting her? Are you okay with it as as the end of the show? Whatever happens, happens, you know? <laughs> it happened. You yeah. said it. You know, I, I, you know, things are... This shouldn't she wasn't shoot... coming, you know? What was she going to do? Bust down the door and take a dump in a fucking drawer? Like, what? Yeah, that would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. That's I cool. That. The stuff those people did was cool. <laughs> this is Thank not part of the show is... anymore. No. This is not... <laughs> I mean... Fuck the Capitol. Fuck that. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. Fucking. Ter- yeah. I just. I, that was why I said I was jealous. I wish it was us. I'd love to take a shit in Nancy Pelosi's desk. But I would also actually. I'm going to stop the recording. I would actually like actually try to. Hey.